The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. song that everybody liked. We found it in the end. 0344 499 It's going to be one of those shows tonight, guys. Fast-paced, action-paced, pacey, spacey, not Kevin! 0344-499-1000. It's Anal Caddick. Hi, boss! Hello, Anal! I'm looking forward to the weekend. Why? What's happening? The new series of Doctor Who starts Sunday. Hey! Doctor, yeah. where's your penis? Doctor, where your penis? She's not got one. She's not got one. Yes! But she has got two hearts. She's got two hearts living in just one time, Lord. That's quite funny, actually, for me. I'm, I'm just wondering what Bradley Walsh is going to be like as a companion. Um, I think he's going to be good. Everybody. Do you think maybe they got Bradley Walsh in because they felt they weren't quite bold enough to go for the, the female lead? They felt it needed an older man to root the series. Or am I reading too much into it, Alan? Being a Hoobian. Yes. I'm following the story with interest. Yeah. I'm thinking good balance of contrast with the characters. Da, 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 da. You've got Jodie Whittaker, who's going to be a da, brilliant female da, time da. lord. She's going to be great. I can't... Do you know what? Well, here's the thing. Every time there's a new Doctor, I always say, ah, they're going to be great. And then I watch the first one and get bored about 20 minutes into it and go, ah, I'll leave it. I did that with Capaldi. I did that with the other guy. Matt Smith. Mmm. And with the other guy. David Tennant. Yeah. So I will probably watch a bit of it. uh, Or not watch any of it. Um, But I I think she's going to be great. Well, there's one question which is on my mind. When are we going to get a black female James Bond in a wheelchair? No. Where's the TARDIS? Say? 
Where's the TARDIS? Mmm, is it, um, mmm? When Peter regenerated into Jodie, he flew up. OK, Alan, you're boring me now. You're boring me now. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. It's going to be a fast show tonight, guys, so get those phone calls in. Let's make it pacey. At 11, we're going to talk to the producer of the New Zealand TV show where fat kids eat shit. It's a, it's a true, true programme, Pete. It sounds like I've made it up. It's actually happening, and we're speaking to the producer at 11. Nice. Nice. Evening, Pete. How you doing, mate? I'm doing, I'm doing very, very well. Saw a saw, um, really good film tonight. Oh, yeah, what is that? Black Klansmen. Were they in wheelchairs? They were not in wheel. I don't think anybody was in a wheelchair. No, Black Klansman. It was good. I was. I knew it had great reviews. I wasn't sure yeah. what to expect. Um, it was funny. It was dark. It was powerful. I'm going to say it. It's the most important movie of 2018. Wow! Because it shows that history repeats itself, and that we're all screwed, and that we're all massive racists, and uh, basically nothing has changed in the last 45 <laughs> years. That's what it shows. That uh, sounds like a good watch, right? It was a good... Honestly, it was a brilliant, brilliant film. It was a really, really good film. Oh, cool. What have you got well, for us tonight, Pete? So I was going across all my podcasts and looking for a new podcast to find, and I came across something that Chris Jericho... You remember the old wrestler, Chris Jericho? Uh, I don't really know wrestling. I feel I've missed out... Do you mean, like, American wrestling, not Saturday afternoon ITV wrestling? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I missed uh, out. Yeah. I missed out on wrestling, and, I, and and that's to my great regret and great shame. I laughed at it at the time, and now I'm thinking, I wish I watched wrestling in the '80s when it was when it was classic. <laughs> okay, well, th- this is back in the Hulk Hogan time era. Yeah, and uh, Chris Jericho was one of the bad boys in that situation. Yes, bad. He, anyway, he he runs a podcast now, and he interviewed some some people. He yeah. interviews a lot of people, and he came across this one interview that. Somehow pops up on my list about flat Earth. Oh, have you uh, ever had a conversation with anyone about yes. the flat Earth? Yes, I have. I've had Earth. several conversations with flat Earthers. I love them. I think they're the world's biggest idiots. There are flat Earthers all around the globe. Um, and I saw um, someone had a go at Kathy Burke on Twitter yesterday because she told someone to f off, and this guy went, "Kathy, uh, 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 would you use that language uh, uh, in the street?" And she went, "Yes, I would." Now f off. But I clicked on his bio. I often click on people's bios when if they say something interesting or their picture looks interesting, and yeah. he was a flat earther. Those people are insane, or are we the insane ones, Pete? Well, the thing is, I thought I was insane, and I think I still might be, but listening to the ideas of why it's a flat earth, yeah. it kind of can blow your mind. Oh, it's a great, you know it's I mean? a fun argument to have. It's a really it, fun argument. Especially on, on an airplane, and the globe's spinning one way, yeah. and you fly in another way, yeah. shouldn't you be there a lot quicker than you should be? Well, there? here's the thing. You do get there quicker. You fly... Well, it, still, it still takes 11, 12 hours to fly to L.A., and it takes the same amount of time to no, fly back. I, don't, I haven't been to L.A. for a long time, but it takes about eight hours to fly to New York. It takes about six and a half hours to fly back. Yeah. Yeah! No, 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 no. Yes, no. yes. Yes. I've been to New York many a times. It's, it's never taken more than six and a half hours to get there. Wait, where are you flying from? D- are you flying from Durban? 
from from Johannesburg? Where are you flying from, man? I'm talking about London. No, I'm flying from Heathrow, mate. Heathrow. You're oh, you're right. insane. It's it's about seven and a half to eight hours to get there. I've flown there twice this year. Sam, my boy, uh, who's operating the phones tonight, and God bless him. Sam flew there, and he was nodding when I gave those statistics, man. Nah, it's never taken more than six and a half hours. To well, you're flying in Concord, or you're you're tripping on LSD. <laughs> you tripping? You flying there on your mind? <laughs> no, but ser- ser- seriously, yes, seriously, yeah. this flatter thing yeah. is such a cool thing to listen to. Yeah. It's easy. I, it is great. I, yeah, I, still, I, still, I still think I still think they're crazy. I could, I, I can, I can, I can have good fun arguing that the Earth is is flat. Uh, I can have really good fun doing it because. Um, it's you, you can put forward a fairly convincing argument. I say fairly convincing yeah. because obviously yeah, yeah. the Earth isn't flat. But you can put forward. I mean, what what's because there are different theories as to what are at the edges of the Earth. No, of course, no. That that, that the flat Earthers don't actually even know what that is. So they they all they all accept that they, they actually don't know. But the fact that do you believe that they went to the moon? In 1969. Do I believe? Yeah, do you believe that a moon, which is 93 million miles away, that they went there in 1969 and lost all the telemetry data of that flight? The telemetry data, you say? Yeah, no one actually, not many people actually knew that, but I actually didn't know that until I I looked into it. Online, online, of course, you looked into it. No, 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 I just... I've uh, I've spoken to an astronaut. I've, I've I've shared a coffee with a lady astronaut. You know you know what flat earthers call them? Actonauts. 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 <laughs> hey, that's not bad. I don't. I don't. Um, I quite fancy the look of that film about um, Neil Armstrong. Uh, which one's that? I, seen that? I don't know. It's got. Um, it's got. Um, uh, not Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Paris. No, the other Ryan in it. Um, anyway, it's got some bloke in it and a woman in it, but they're just going to perpetuate the myth, Pete, that we went to the moon. They're going to keep on perpetuating the myth. Yeah, it's a weird one, man. It's uh, a weird one. I'll, yeah, I'll check it out. But yeah, All right. anyway, I just thought I'd say hello. Pete, I've got some bad news. The um, the guy that produced the show about fat kids eating shit can't make it tonight. We're going to speak to him next week. I hope that's not too much of a disappointment <laughs> for you, brother. Cheers, Thank you, Pete. You're a good man. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I'm. Fe- I've got no more calls lined up, right? And I'm feeling, feeling pumped. I'm pumped. So I need some more calls. I tell you what we do. Between now and eleven, we're just going to take calls straight to where you relax, Sam. You watch the Nico video. Uh, we might play a bit of that. Uh, we're going to take calls straight to where because I'm. I'm feeling like I need. I need something. I'll, I'll slow down about 11. I'll hit a wall. 0344-499-1000. This is The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Let's do this. I'm feeling feisty. Catherine's out there fixing up a podcast. Fixing up a podcast for you guys. Uh, Let's take calls straight to air between now and 11 and see where we get to. Uh, Lots to talk about. 03-44-499-1000. Is that slow enough for you, scumbags? Is it? It's slow enough. I say the number's slow enough. 
03444991000. Calls come straight to air. Don't swear. Don't be libelous. Let's have a little round of Triple M. Let's go to, let's go to, let's go to. Line one, you're on the wireless. I've got a query on uh, Flat Earth Pete. Away you go. So, uh, the, the aeroplane journey that he takes uh, uh, only takes six and a half hours. Yes. Well, the moon that he's talking about being 93 million miles away, that is a bit of a mysterious quote, that one, because it's actually about 250,000 miles away. Thanks very much for your call, science. The science... Line two, two, you're on the wireless. Turn your radio off, you dimba! You're too slow. Let's go to line three. Three, you're on the wireless. Hiya. Come on, let's keep it. Let's keep it sparky. It's called straight to air. Here we go. Yes, Carol. It's Carol. Yes, I know. That's why I said your name. I'm sorry I talked at you yesterday. What? Um, I I was talking at you. Yes. Got to learn to listen. I know, I well wish done. I could. There we go. Well, clean your ears out with soap and that will do it. Let's go to line uh, line four. Four, you're on the wireless. Hello. Hello, line four, you're How on the you? air. Hello, can you hear me okay? Y- yes, I can. Let's let's keep it. Let's keep it snappy. Here we go. Right, I'm just driving to Bournemouth. I'm a nightclub DJ, first time caller. I've been listening for a while. Congratulations. Your show is your your show is Entertaining, entertaining. It's fantastic. fantastic. You do a great job. I just wanted to bring up and say that. Thank you very much indeed. Can you give me ten pounds? Can I? I'll give you ten pounds. I'll give you if you give me ten pounds of cocaine. Pound. That's what I'm after. Not cash. I want ten pounds of cocaine. I don't want cocaine, guys. I do, but I don't. Don't anybody take drugs ever. Line one. You're on the wireless. Hum, bada bada, hum, bada bada, hey, bada bada, hey, bada bada. Hum, bada bada, hum, bada bada, hey, bada bada, hey, bada bada, oh, 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 oh. And tonight's the night that Rebecca Brooks chooses to listen for the first time and go, what the hell? I'm going to buy a sitar tonight. I'm going to go on eBay. I'm buying a sitar. I'm bringing it in next week, and I'm playing it. All right? That's that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to buy and play a sitar. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Here's something for the retro heads, guys. We're doing Triple M calls straight to air until eleven o'clock. Don't swear, don't be libelous. Apart from that, you can do anything you want. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Pick up the phone, you lunatics. Boyley's in the house. Well, this all seems very sedate. You've been good, Boyley. Yeah! <laughs> We're taking calls straight to air, but everybody has decided to stop ringing in. But now, Catherine, maybe you can tempt them. Tempt them in. Tempt them in, Catherine. Offer them something. Tempt them. Tempt them. Come on, you know you want a phone. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Let's go to. Ah, here we go. Now we go. Let's go to line seven. Seven, you're on the wireless. If you've got kids, give them a kiss, give them a smack. Hey, 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 hey. The... Tell them what a fan you are. Reported! Uh, reporting that. 
will not be standing for that. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Come on, guys, you wanted it, you got it. Pick up the phone and give us a call. It's got a line three. Three, you're on the wireless. Hi there, uh, it's Dean again. Um, can someone tell me why we're having gigantic spiders in the UK at the moment? Brexit. It's Brexit. <laughs> yeah, 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 possibly. It is. Thanks very much for the call. Brexit. That's the scientific reason, yes. We're not having gigantic spiders. We're having uh, schools shut down for three months at a time because of poisonous spiders, but they're actually quite small. Let's go to line five. Five, you're on the wireless. Two, uh, three, four. I don't... Wait... <coughs> I don't care, I don't care, I don't care if it comes round here. I got more beer in my sideboard here. Let mother sort of out if it comes round here. If it comes round here, I don't care, I don't care if it comes round here. Got more beer in my sideboard here. I'm coming round in the sideboard here. You finished? Yep. Thanks very much. There we go. Lunch, oh, lunch six here on the wireless. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you, yes. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Line one, you're on the wireless. Line Can one. Very much indeed. Couldn't hear a word of it. I was, I was straining because I thought it might be rude. Just don't know. We're doing this until 11 because suddenly I got bursts of energy. Yeah, do you see day. my email about what? That's it. We've announced it. Okay, I, t- I told cool. Pete. I told Pete who was on the um, line. Call back, loser. I told Pete who was on the line at the time. What uh, did you tell him? The, the guy, um, the producer of the um, Fat Kids Eating Shit program is coming on next yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, next week, yeah. Yeah, thank you very much indeed. Let's go to line three. Three, you're on the wireless. Ian, I've got a confession to make. Yes, sir! Um, I, I realised this this morning. I was really disappointed myself, and I thought, when Ian Lee hears about this, he's also going to be absolutely devastated. I mean, you're telling me at the best time, because I'm in such a good mood, it's going to take a lot to devastate me. Well, that's good to hear. Well, maybe it's a great time, then. I only realised today the Beatles were spelt as in beat, as in B-E-A-T, yep. as it's a play on words, and not a Beatles as in a Beatle. What you hang on, say that again. What the Beatles, Beatles is what? Spe- what do you mean? The, well, the spelling, the spelling of the beat of the Beatles. Yeah, yeah. It isn't spelled like the word Beatle. Yeah. It's spelled B E A T, as in a beat. As in beat music. Yeah. You're blowing my mind. What the hell? Here's something. Um. Okay. Here's something. Here's something. Let me. Uh, we're gonna just pause this for a second. We're gonna pause this. We're gonna play something. And uh, you may have seen this tweet, so d- please, please, please don't... If you know it, Catherine, don't say. Um, in fact, don't look at Twitter if you're looking at Twitter. 
because I want to do something. Um, so bossy. No, because this is this is going to blow you, this is going to blow everybody's mind. Okay, what I want to know is, and if you heard, if you saw this tweet, then please don't don't tell me. Stay there, line two. We'll come to you in a second. In fact, we'll take line two first because we've got to go through the adverts. Hello, line two. Hi, Mr. Ian Lee. You're lovely, aren't you? Oh, I like you. You're ever so lovely. I Hello. Am, I am lovely. Let's try this. Here we go. So. Hang on, that's a, that's a crap version. Let's have this version. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I want to know what they're singing. Did you see this tweet? No. Right. What are they singing? Here we go. Sometime. It's gonna blow your mind. This is an excellent tune. That bit, I wanna know. I wanna know what they're singing, alright? Here we go. What are they singing? Isn't it something like. something wow? Let's have it again. everybody thinks I wonder why mm-hmm. he's the greatest dancer that's what you think isn't it no it's something like I'm like wow he's yeah. the greatest dancer yeah, but, yeah, but... Oh. I wonder why he's the greatest dancer it's not what Jeff Lloyd it? retweeted Sarah Champion's tweet it's oh what wow oh what wow he's the greatest dancer mm-hmm. oh what wow Oh, what? Wow, he's the greatest dancer. Well, let's listen to it with that in our ears. He's the oh. greatest dancer. Oh, oh, what? Wow. oh, what? Wow. Hang on a second. Let's get a build up. Here we go. Thank you, Sarah Champion, for this. It's work, Sarah. Oh, what? Wow. Not a chance. Not a chance. Sarah Champion, I've not seen Sarah for ages. She got told off at Absolute Radio once for uh, playing a song by Kiss. And then she got a little bit hessy because I was playing a song by Kiss and I didn't get told off. Them's the breaks. Uh, let's go to line two. Two, you're on the wireless. Is it I Wonder Why? No! <laughs> it isn't? No, it's Oh, oh What? Oh What? Wow! Oh. <laughs> I, I've always said I wonder why. Yeah. I think I'm 30. I'm 45. Um, I've got 15 I'm... years on you, and I always thought it was. I wonder why. It's not. It's oh, what? Wow. Well, fantastic. <laughs> uh, okay, I, yes. I, I, just, I want to quickly get what I need to say in. Get it. You're going to cut me off. Yep. Um, I, I, I checked that video out, the Nico video today. It's fantastic. You're, you're a really good actor. You should... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we haven't seen it yet because we, we went out to see Black Klansman and when we came back, I forgot it had been posted. We've seen the first five minutes of it um, and we've not got to our bit yet, but we feel terribly, terribly guilty. For those who don't know, Nico Omilana, who came in, who went to the EDF and NDL and, and, and all that, he's been in a few times. The last time he came in, it was to do a prank on his mate that me and Catherine were involved in where we promised this guy 25... We promised this guy 25 
thousand pounds, um, and it was all a prank. There was no money. We hijacked the Virgin Studios. We're going to get in trouble for that. Um, and the video has been in development hell because the guy, when it was revealed to him, did not take to the joke very well. He was furious. But Nico's put the video up. Get this, caller. It had had 67,000 views in three hours. Wow. That's unbelievable. I mean, you introduced it to Nico. I've only seen that video so far. Oh, I haven't seen any mate. of his back catalogue. So mate, go and watch the stuff. Go and watch the EDL stuff and watch the one where he, um, he's working. Is it home base he's working in or Sainsbury's or something? Or is the old... Ikea. I- Ikea. There's one where he's the old guy on the buggy as well. Yes. Go, go and enjoy the man. It's very, very funny. He's a genius. I'm going to say it. Let's go to line five. Five, you're on the wireless. Okay, thanks very much indeed. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Call straight to air until eleven o'clock. Then we'll slow things down about uh, down a bit. If you want to get your calls in, call now. This is Talk Radio. Moonlit musings from mums, madams, and meat packers. Oh, never mind. I must have misheard. The late night alternative with Ian Lee. The station's brilliant. On Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand triple M. Call straight to air. Nostalgia fest till one o'clock. Uh, till no, whoa, shut the front door until eleven o'clock. Um, on the late night alternative on talk radio. Good evening, line four. You're on the wireless. Oh hi, Ian. Hello, line four. Keep it, keep it pacey. Keep it, Kevin Pace. No, no, keep it pacey. <laughs> Hello, Ian. I'm good, thank you. How are you? I don't care. What do you want? Oh, Hello, line four. Jesus. Yeah, sorry, Ian. Uh, I didn't realise it was on. I was expecting something to, to, to put me on there. Uh, sorry about that. You're, well, have you been uh, listening to the, Have you been listening to the show? Or are you a free rider? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I haven't listened to the show, absolutely. I just wanted to... Well, then you know yeah, it's called cool straight to where. <laughs> sorry, so, I didn't quite cook about that. You didn't listen. You don't listening to the show. You're a, what I call a, what I'm now calling a free rider. You wanna, you wanna, no, you like those rollers. You're like those roller skaters that hangs onto the back of the cars so you can travel for free, not fast. I'd, I'd free rider. That entirely. Free rider. <laughs> free rider. What do you want, free rider? No, I didn't appreciate. I thought there'd still be a delay on the go, so don't worry about that. There'll be a delay. Oh, there'll no, be a delay on your life in a minute when I send you into hospital <laughs> for three months. All right, uh, that'll do. <laughs> He's a free rider. Let's hear him out. You know I hate free riders. I know, Kath. I know, but try and suck it up. I'm not sucking up a free rider. <laughs> yes, Sorry, yes. Kath, how's it good? Well, it's a bit um, tense, mate. Great show the other night with uh, Jeff and Robin Inst and stuff. Great yeah. shows, excellent stuff. Yes. What was there, um, was there a point I've to this suck up? I've call because um, this flat earth nonsense, what the hell? Sorry? I mean, really. This flat earth nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> well, how do you know the earth's round? Um, well, because I've um, I've seen it. Well, from no, you haven't. A height. You, well, no, you haven't. I've seen you, it from a height. You've seen the curvature yeah, of the earth. Well, yeah. No, you, well, no, 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 no. Hang on, hang on a minute. All right, let's do this. When have when have <laughs> you seen personally with your own eyes seen the curvature of the earth? If you're talking about the, the total curvature of the, of the earth, then I'd have to see the Voyager picture, the pale blue. No, dot. no, 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 no. Sorry, sorry. No, no, no. I'm not talking about photographs that have been faked by NASA. I'm asking <laughs> when have. I am asking, it's a great one, I love doing this, uh, but I'm genuinely asking, when have you, with your own eyes, witnessed the actual curvature of the Earth? Not in a mocked-up photograph. Well, obviously never. Thank you very much indeed. So you've got no, you've, you have no personal proof that the Earth is round, you are just listening to what the man says, to quote Paul McCartney. 
Well, no, there's a body of scientific evidence. No, there's not. Okay, give me, okay, give me one bit of science. Give me one bit of scientific evidence that supports that the Earth is round. The theory that um, the Earth is round. One bit. Well, you don't need theory. You've got facts, haven't no, you? No, 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 no. Like... No, I've, I, no, no, no. You, you might have what you think are facts, but give me one bit of evidence that supports the theory that the Earth is round. Go on. One. Um, your GPS system that you rely on every day. Oh, jeez. How about that? Well, how does that show me the earth is round? By the way, I now feel like James O'Brien asking um, Brexiteers to give them one reason, one, one impact that Brexit, <laughs> the, the EU has had on their lives. Um, no, that, the GPS, I have a GPS, doesn't show me that the earth is round. Next. No, but it functions by the virtue of the fact that the earth is a sphere. No, it doesn't. That's how you're told it functions. Yeah. But, the, but if I look on my GPS, I happen to use an app on my phone now because uh, the GPS was too unreliable. I don't want the man to know where I'm going. Um, oh, it, yeah, it doesn't show me. It doesn't show it. me a round Earth. It shows me a flat horizon. Next, let's put it this way: Do you rely on uh, mathematics to tell you anything in life? N- n- well, no, of course not. What, 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 what rely you on mathematics it. to tell me anything in life? How does maths yeah. prove that the Earth is round? Well, because trigonometry, oh God, as Newton uh, looked into and uh, oh. basically formulated that yeah. there was a curvature and that there was a distance, and that's how we measure to the sun and everything okay, else. Okay, so give me the evidence just, using maths that the Earth is round. Don't just say names and, and trigonometry. Give me a. You're embarrassing yourself here, caller. You free rider. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, and I know, <laughs> and anybody with an ounce of intelligence knows that. Mathematics no. is a proven science. Well, but and, the maths doesn't um, prove that the Earth is round. Genuinely, it doesn't. No, it does. no well, go on it then. Tell, go on then. Tell me. Well, the, go tell me. The, the Greeks, the Greeks worked that out. Donkeys. Okay. Little. Well, give me the evidence. Give me the evidence. Stop, just, stop talking history. I'm not, got, give, I'm not a mathematician. I don't have oh, the evidence. Oh, sorry. Have, oh, I'm sorry. I thought when you the said that maths. The no, I'm sorry. That I thought. Sorry, I misunderstood. I thought when you said that maths proved the Earth is round, you'd actually looked at the figures instead. Instead. You just read in a book the sentence, maths proves that the earth is round. Okay, fine. That's, that's all you got. You read a sentence in a book that told you something and you believed it like the sheeple you are. Then that's fine. <laughs> Go and enjoy your free ride. You're not getting one here. What an absolute pudding. Line two, you're on the wireless. Hello? Hello, Ian. Yes? Can you hear me? Unfortunately, I can. What do you want? Can you hear this? Oh. 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 Yeah, what do you think of that? Um, I think you just shivered a beauty. <laughs> I love you, bye. Thanks very much, I love you too. Hello, caller, line one. Indeed. Line two, you're on the wireless. Hello, it's me again. Okay, what do you want? Carol, yes. I've got um two I've got a high brow and a low brow. Okay. My high brow is that I watch the Select Committee government meetings on BBC Parliament and there are less than a million people in the country that do that. Wow. And I am it's on the telly. Wow, that's what. Yeah, okay, right. And your your and your highbrow one. 
Yeah, that's my highbrow. Oh, right. Brow. The other one? And the lowbrow yes. is, um, if the earth's flat, yes. how come nobody's taken a selfie and fell off the end? Because um, you can't get to the end because it's protected by NASA. Simple, really, when you think about it. Let's go to line one. Line one, you're on the wireless. Hello, Ian. Steve from Twickenham here. Hello, Steve. Just want to just want to give you a quick update of what I'll be talking about on Sunday morning. I've got a new gimmick where I just insult anyone who texts in who dares disagrees with me, yes. mostly because my bosses have slapped my wrist and they can't sue me. That's why I've stopped going on in celebrities. Kerry Katona? Jordan? Peter Andre? He can't set out his tour. I'm at the Magic Circle doing a load of tosh. Thank you, Steve. Let's go to London. Yeah. Did you uh, do taxi? Yeah, no, thank you. What did you hear that I didn't hear? I thought he said F the police, but I think he said taxi, he please. Said t- <laughs> hit you the know dump- why? Because we went to see uh, Black Klansman and they said <laughs> F the police. Kath hit the, the dump button there. And I'm thinking, that's what, I, didn't, I couldn't hear anything. It wasn't a great line. He no. was saying taxi. If in doubt, cut it out. Taxi, F the police. They do sound very, very Taxi, similar. please. They do sound very similar. Nah. That Black Klansman. <gasps> what a film. Oh, what a film. What a film. Martin Kellner said he found it disappointing. Well, that's because Martin Kellner is a racist and he wanted the Klan to win. That's why he wanted the Klan to win. And he was disappointed that, in his his view, the good guys got a kick in. Oh, in it, though. And the black man won. It's furious. I, I enjoyed it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Spike Lee's remembered how to make movies mm-hmm. again, and that fills me with joy. I thought it was a great movie. Um, if you want to sp- uh, challenge Martin Kellner on his views, he'll be on at one o'clock tonight. He's on tonight and tomorrow. Line four, you're on the wireless. Hi, Ian. Yeah, you were talking about the fact that you want to know whether the Earth is round or not. Yes. What, well, what do you think uh, the shots from the space station... What do you think of them? I mean, it shows the, the Earth in player. Uh, uh, I think player. it shows. I think it shows that you can do a lot with uh, computers these days, doesn't it? Are you actually serious? Are you saying that they're not real? Have you seen? Um, there's a great movie. It's called Jurassic Park. You ever seen it? Yep. It's great, isn't it? Them dinosaurs. The dinosaurs look real, don't they? They pick up things. They eat things. They knock things over in the kitchen. They look real, don't they? Yeah, well, yeah. Can yeah. I lead you to a little secret? They're not real. Yeah. They're not real. It's all done on a computer. It's all done on an Amiga by Hollywood. D- Just like those NASA pictures. Yeah. Well, if they're not pictures, these are actually moving images. Yeah, with- so are the dinosaurs. The dinosaurs move. They run through the kitchen and knock things over with their tails. But they're not, they're not even there. They don't even exist. No. They're just numbers. And what, and what does Jeff Goldblum says when, say when he sees them? He says, oh, clever girl. Yeah. Clever And girl. he's talking about the woman that did the CGI. Yeah. Well, you can't really compare that with the space station. Yes, you can. You know that? Yes, you can. It's the same thing. It's computer graphics. How do you explain the size of the Earth in the background or in the foreground or whatever and astronauts, you know... Near the well, okay. Just... Well, I tell you what, it's easy. I could fake that. I could fake that now. Get me a camera and I'll print off a picture of the Earth and I'll stick it. I could do that. It's easy. Give me mm. one bit of evidence that the Earth is round. One. One provable bit of evidence that you've experienced. Okay, hang on a minute, Ian. What about these rockets that go from, obviously, you know, from, from Earth to just past the atmosphere? Are you saying that's not possible? Um, which rockets are you referring to, please? Caller? 
You know, those, well, t- well, take the Challenger, for example. I know it exploded back in 86, but those kind well, of Well, that, that yeah. one proves that, the, that that is impossible. That was, the, that was one of the, the very few real ones they actually sent up, and look what happened to it. So are you saying that no other rocket has actually been, you know, since that time, it's not sort of gone past the atmosphere? Have the you ever seen, have you ever been at the launch of a rocket? Well, No. I mean, I, I'm kind of resting my cases in your hallway. I'm staying for the weekend, because this is fun. Um, nor have I. I've seen it on telly, but then I've seen Jurassic Park. I've seen Star Wars on telly. You can, next you're going to tell me that the Death Star is real, because you saw it get blown up. So, hang on a minute. Are you saying that the Earth is flat? I'm saying that we have no conclusive evidence that the Earth is round, so my mind is open and yours is closed, my friend. Okay, hang on a minute. If the Earth is flat, does that mean that uh, if somebody sails past the sea, we're going to drop off? God, you're so old-fashioned. No, of course not. They're a giant that we're surrounded by ice. Right. Hmm. Well, hang on a minute. So if you see the sea on the horizon, what happens when you get right to the end of that sea? Who knows? Who knows, apart from NASA and the government? But I've, ne- I've never been there. I, I can't, you, I, at the moment, I'm hanging on for about 25 minutes because you keep saying, hang on a minute. Sorry, if you're saying that this is flat, yeah. surely that would mean if somebody gets to the edge, they must drop off or fall Well, I, well hang on a minute. You're, again, you're being very narrow-minded. How do you know there is an edge? Because it's... If it's... If, 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 I've got you there! No, no, hang on a minute. If something is flat... There must be an end to it. There no. must be. You must reach the no. end of it, and no. then no. That's that's a very that's a very conventional. God, the man really has done a job on your brain. That's a very conventional way of thinking. So, if you travel from one point straight forward to to the end of the Earth, and you you know on a flat Earth. You're saying that we we can go on forever. I'm saying that one of the possibilities, there are two possibilities, two other possibilities that that, that you round earthers um, haven't considered. One is that, yeah, it's a flat disc, right? So so it's it's a disc. So if we did go into space, it would look round, but it's just a flat disc, okay? And that has got edges. Or there's another alternative. It's infinite. Is the universe infinite? In your your science, in your world, Mm -hmm. is the universe infinite? I don't know. I really don't know. Well, exactly. And I don't know if the Earth is infinite. Do you see what I mean? Well... It's got you thinking, hasn't it? Well, you can't compare Earth, a ball, with with the mass... With the the universe, is it? Yeah, well, well, you're, again, you're, you're, you're going by the, and I'm using inverted commas here, the inverted commas science that NASA mm-hmm. wants you to believe. I don't buy any of it. Why would it, why would NASA do this? Why would they lie to us? Well, because what, we don't know we don't know what's beyond the edges of the Earth. Maybe it's it's uh, untold riches. Um, it's also subjugation and control. They want us controlled. They want us confined in this small space so that we do as we are told. Is it just NASA? What about the European Space Agency? Are they in, are they are they in, into it as well? Now we're getting into some heavy shears, and I don't know. I don't know if they are. It's possible. It's certainly possible. I mean, I, 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 it's certainly possible. Yeah, but the, but 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 it's it's the most powerful governments. It's China. It's Russia. It's America. Um, they're basically behind all of this. Really? Yep. 
even though they come across as enemies to each other. Oh, you're so naive. You are so naive. Go and watch some documentaries on YouTube. Line two, you're on the wireless. Yes. Would you like to revel in the last moments of your joy? Would I li- like to revel in the last moments of my joy? About all this based uh, earth, flat earth nonsense. Okay. Revel in the last moments of my joy. Yes, I'm about Sounds to like disprove you rather strongly. Okay, go on then. I've been in space. In my head, I'm making a filthy joke no, about his wife. Be, be kind to him. Okay. No, of course you have. I've, of course you have. Of course you have, Grandad. You've heard of the European Space Agency? The ESA? Yes. Yes. Francis Daniels, 1964 alumni. Yes. Is that you? Went up and... Sorry? Is, is that you? Yes. Is Nurse there? No need for Nursey. Nurse, he's not, is, have you had your medicine yet, Francis? You're being very disrespectful. Have you had, your, have you had your space pills and your, your um, powdered ice cream, Francis? I, I, I went up in Did a you rocket. suck off a Dalek, Francis? In, in space? Did you, you exterminate you be, the Dalek? Is this how you treat Neil Armstrong? It's, I, would, I would treat Neil Armstrong with the same scorn and disrespect I'm treating you, sir. Because you I, sleep I, with I, aliens and robot aliens at I, that. I flew, I flew in low Earth orbit and I saw the roundness of space. We call it the globe. <laughs> that's that's a um, Shakespeare's theatre, isn't it? The globe. No, no, you silly son. That's what we call. Right, the, if you're, you're going to be rude, yeah. I'm not. I don't have to listen to rudeness like that. Outrageous behaviour. Last fifteen minutes of call straight to it. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. The radio show that knows truth is always stranger than fiction. Week Monday, I get shoes. The late night alternative with Ian Lee. Because they're too real to be part of my imagination. On Talk Radio. This is exactly what we need on a Friday night. Triple M for another 12 minutes at least. Call straight to air 03444991000. Between now and 11, phone in, say whatever you want, do whatever you want, play music down the phone, shout at me. We seem to have got onto a flat earth kind of trip. We'll slow things down a bit after 11 o'clock, but I think we kind of need this release. 03444991000. Don't swear, don't be libelous because I've got a seven second delay and I have a dump. Button. Let us go to um, line two. Two, you're on the wireless. Why is LBC such a vile, disgusting radio station? Um, I don't think it is. I disagree with the premise. The presenters. I mean, take Brian or Brian. He makes me puke. Okay. Um, give me another one that makes you puke. A guy called. Majid Nawaz. Okay, give me another one that makes you puke. Farage. Okay. Um, well, I I like one of those presenters a lot. Um, the other two, I, I'm not really. One I think is awful, and one I I, I don't not fuss by the way. But I don't think you, you're saying that the whole output of the radio station is vile. Ninety percent, ninety-five percent. It's right wing. Well, no, it's, it's not. Like, it's, like no, no, it's not. It's not. It's incorrect. Incorrect data. It's not. James O'Brien is left-wing. Are you serious? Do you actually believe that? Yeah, just because he doesn't like Jeremy Corbyn doesn't make him right-wing. 
Well, most, some of the Labour Party people don't like Jeremy Corbyn. What does that make them? Well, don't know. It makes them Labour Party people who don't like their leader. That's OK, isn't it? It's a democracy. Yeah, but they kept sending him out. OK, well, that's fine. Again, that's, that's a democratic process. Um, what, you're saying that they're right-wing? Do you know, uh, there's not a single presenter on that... Are you... St- no, no, just focus on that point. Are you saying that the members of the Labour Party that want Jeremy Corbyn out are right-wing? A very small minority with a v- very loud voice that they've got. A right-wing, because they want... Just because they want Jeremy Corbyn out? Yeah, do you know Blair... Right, right? Well, in that case, in that case you're an idiot. You're an idiot. You don't know what left or right wing means. You don't, you've got no idea what left or right wing means. Right wing does it? It doesn't mean you can uh, you, listen. I, I'm traditionally a Labour voter. Sometimes I'm a Lib Dem. Um, I don't have a party to vote for anymore. I would quite like Jeremy Corbyn out. What does that make me in your opinion? A right wing. Well, what, 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 what does that like make me right wing in your opinion? It depends who you're going to, who you want to replace. No, Corbyn. no, 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 no. That's not what you said earlier. I want Jeremy Corbyn out. I can't vote for the Labour Party while Jeremy Corbyn's in. Does that make me right wing? I think it does. <laughs> okay, man. Well, you're an idiot, and um, I mean, you're an absolute one of the thickest people I've ever spoken to in my life. But I hope you know things work out for you. Thanks for your call. Cheers. Love you. Bye bye. I mean, what an idiot! <laughs> what an idiot! Line two, you're on the wireless. Hello, Ian. Finley here. Finley? Finley Quay? I have a bit of a problem. Okay. I need to leave work, the office, um, but I've just come. Okay, thank you very much indeed. Um, well, if you've just arrived at work, probably stay and do the work you've got to do, yeah, do and then leave. Eight hours. It, do the work you've got to do and then leave. That's what I'd say. Uh, but it can be, when you arrive at work, you just sometimes think, oh, I want to go straight back home. Mm. Hello, line two! Hi, Ian. Uh, just wanted to pick up on this flat-ass nonsense again, just for a second, if you're okay with that. I'm absolutely uh, okay with I'm that. I'm actually... You've actually no, I just wanted to see you've actually convinced me. I've just had a look, and my floor in my living room is actually totally flat. Thank you very much, so indeed. Put a spirit, le- put a spirit level on there. Put a spirit level on the floor, and there's your final piece of evidence. I, I've got it already. I, I did that already. I'm, I'm totally convinced. Thanks very much for your call. It's appreciated. Line three, you're on the wireless. Oh, they've bottled it. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. You're thinking about that guy who um, was sick a lot over um, radio. I'm wondering whether it's the radio that did it. Maybe he's caught could a be. bug. Could be. Poor um, hand hygiene. Could be. That kind of thinks that ninety percent of LBC is right wing. They have some extreme right wingers. Also, why are you phoning us up? Find out LBC and complain, or just don't listen to it anymore. I think he thought he would find a kindred spirit. No, not in the slightest. Not with me. I, I was an idiot. <laughs> If you if you want Jeremy Corbyn out, that instantly makes you right wing. That's insane. Hello, line forward. Four, you're on the wireless. Oh, Steve here again. I just heard that call, and he, I noticed he didn't call me vile because everyone loves me, and there's a prize that's unique to me where you can come and do some flower arranging. Thank you very much indeed. Let's go to line five. Five, you're on the wireless. Oh, my God, hello. Hello, you're on the air. Speak a bit louder. Oh, sorry, you can hear me now? I can hear you now. Who is this and what have you got for us tonight, please? Um, Ian, it's Amy. Narrow it down. Amy that tweets Um, us. uh, I've emailed you. Oh, now, are you the Amy that's going to come to the film club when you get paid? 
Hopefully. Yeah, we go. Okay, she's going to come to the picture show, or maybe she'll win the tickets because we've done a little retweet, win a free pair of tickets. How nice to call. You've not called before, have you? No, I've Amy, always sent my emails to you. Amy tweets and Amy uh, sends very supportive emails and um, digs the show and listens to the show. Amy, it's a, where did you, you went away recently, didn't you? Where did you go? I went to Disneyland. There we Paris. go. Living la vida loca. Which Disneyland was it? Paris or one of the Americans? Um, Paris. Yeah, aren't the staff there rude? They're so rude. Yeah, the French were bizarrely really rude. The, all of this, it's, it's weird. All of like, obviously, the Mickey Mouse's are, are polite because they're they don't wearing, speak. They don't speak. But you go into like the the bars and restaurants, and can I get a pizza? And they won't even look at you. And they get pizza. Wow, it's the weirdest thing. Have you ever been to Euro Disney? No, I haven't. It's great. The kids loved it. But, um, yeah, it was a weird vibe there. It was in America, I imagine it's all, yes, sir, would you like a pizza, sir? I remember the run-up to getting Euro Disney, and the yeah. French were very determined to get it, but then also very delighted to make it yeah. not... <laughs> make it miserable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, there is a Disney in Japan as well. I've not been to the one. I've loved it. I don't know. Well, Amy, um, we're running out of time on the straight-to-air section of the show. What would you like to say? It's nice to hear your voice at last. Um, yeah, I just wanted to call, obviously, you know that, it's something that I was always a little bit nervous to, but I just wanted to... Okay. Um, How does it... And I know a lot of people... This is great, because a lot of people are nervous. A lot of younger people, particularly, are nervous about phoning up, because we've got the anal caddicks, we've got all of these characters that phone up, <laughs> and they're a bit worried about... <laughs> so now you've phoned up, you've broken your duck. How does it feel? <laughs> Do you think you're going to be able to phone in again? Hopefully. I mean, obviously, it's been so lovely to speak to you and Catherine, and obviously, hopefully... I can come along to one of your events. That would be wicked. You'd, you'd be very, very welcome at some of our events, Amy. It's nice to finally hear your voice. Oh, thank you. I'm going to do what I have to do to everyone now. I'm going to cut you off. OK, There fine. we go, sure. Line three, you're up. That's nice, because she's been emailing me saying, I'm really nervous and I want to call up. And it's like, well, you know, whenever you want to call up, call up. And she did it. Well done, Amy. Thank you. We like calls like that. Hello, line one. No, you're too noisy. Line four. Hello. Hello. Uh, rimming. I'd like to talk about rimming. OK, well, go, go and talk to your mum about it. I believe she loves it. 0344, phone up a radio show and talk about that, you absolute deviant. 0344, 499-1000. we got one minute and 20 seconds left of call straight to air, then we're going to slow things down a little bit. Line two, you're on the wireless. Yeah, if the Earth uh, was round, wouldn't all the water just fall off into space? Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much indeed. We've got professors listening. Finally a scientist. We've got professors listening to the show. That was a genius call, wasn't it? Um, Coming up in the show, I want to talk about... It sounds like a funny story. It's not. Cannibals. Actual cannibal. Actual cannibal story. Um, A woman who um, was travelling on an aeroplane. It's a different story. Travelling on an aeroplane with a little toddler, baby, and um, got the potty out and put it in the aisle. What? Yeah, we go. That's coming up. Your passwords aren't um, good enough. Um, oh, and I did this corporate gig today with the asbestos people, and it, it went really well. They were all absolutely lovely, but the guy that organised it and booked me is a guy called Steve. Hello, Steve, and hello, Ellie, your um, daughter. Big fans of the show. And he said, Ian, I love the show, but... I think you've got to be nicer to Paul from Stoke Poges. Oh, so, come off so, it. So, 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 I'm going to try it. If Paul phones in tonight, I'm going to be really nice to Paul from Stoke Poges. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm listening well. to the people. That's the end of Call Straight to Air. If you call up now, you speak to Sam, he'll give you a call back. 0344 499 1000. This is Talk Radio. 
The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Just liked it better that way. Take me back to Constantinople. No, you can't go back to Constantinople. Now it's Istanbul, not Constantinople. Why did Constantinople get the works? That's nobody's business but the Turks. Liked it better that way. Take me back to Constantinople. No, you can't go back to Constantinople. Now it's Istanbul, not Constantinople. Why did Constantinople get the works? Oh, that's nobody's business but the Turks. Istanbul. Oh, three, four, four. Slow, slow things down a bit now. I'm too old today. I used to do three hours of that. I'm too old to do three hours of that now. I do do an hour of it now. I need to lie down. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. The late night alternative. Weeknights from ten on Talk Radio. Myself, Ian Lee, and Catherine Boyle. You can listen on. So I just had a sweet in it. It's made my mouth water, not in a nice way. Uh, you can listen on DAB. You can download the Talk Radio app or any radio app, uh, or you can go to Talk Radio. Dot co dot uk um and uh, i had this really nice afternoon at this um corporate event uh it was an asbestos kind of org- kind of it was it was an asbestos organization i got there was about 180 people there and i sat and had lunch with um steve and some other people so he would book me uh, really nice lunch actually nice bit nice bit of beef lovely bit of beef and um was chatting, and there were a couple of people on the table who knew me and knew the show, and big, big fans of the show. Uh, but most people hadn't heard of the show. They'd seen me in the jungle, obvs, but they hadn't heard of the show. And they were trying, they were saying, well, what is the show like? Do you talk about the news? I said, well, not really. I mean, we'll talk about silly news stories. Stay there, Gareth. I'll come to you in a second. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I said, We'll talk about silly news stories, but we would tend not to do the big ones like Brexit and stuff. They went, okay. Talk radio, is that like talk sport? Do you talk about sport? 
I said, no, 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 we're in the same building as the sports people. Lots of the people at my table listened to talk sport and they were slagging off a lot of the presenters, which was oh. great. Darren Goff isn't very popular with asbestos people. Oh, dear. Um, I said, no, we don't talk about sport. I said, people can, people can phone up about sport, but it's like a foreign language to me and I get bored quite quickly with it. So what do people phone in about? And I went, hmm, well... Last night we spent the entire night trying to find the one song that everybody likes and people can phone in about absolutely anything they want. So I think we might have a few new listeners tonight. We may have lost them already, you know, the first hour, because that was a bit... But what's that doing all day? Because they won't be listening now, they'll be in bed. Or will they? Keep talking. You could see I was going for That it. was a real chug. I thought you were going to have thirsty. a sip. It was thirsty. You could, you could, as soon as the, the water hit my lips, you stop. You stop talking. I was waiting um, for a response. I think they might. I think they might. This is say, if you need some asbestos removed, I would wait a couple of days. Yeah, because those guys. But it was lovely. It was a corporate gig, and I, I haven't done a corporate gig for a while. And I always worry about them, but normally, I do corporate gigs in the evening, and it's hosting an awards thing. And hosting an awards thing is fine because you go out for ten minutes and you chat to the audience. Um, and then you go, right, OK, we're going to do the awards. First award is Best Shopfront Display. I've, done, I've actually done that. Wow. Um, and it's fine, and they're all there for a nice evening. And so you get heckled a bit, and you get uh, people are drunk. And I remember I had an argument with the guy from HMV, two years running. <laughs> two years running. I said, he, I said something, and he won an award. And he came up, and he made his little speech, and then he had a dig at me. Why? I think I may have been rude. I don't, I don't remember. I think I may have been rude. I don't know. But I think he took a joke in the wrong way. So he said something rude about me, and I said something back, and he said something back, and then he walked off stage. I let him get back to his channel. I went, yeah, one thing you remember, I've still got a microphone, and you're a dick. Oh, Big round of applause, big cheer. The next year, he wins an award again, and he comes, and he's not, and, and he picks up where we left off. Well, I may be a dick, but you're in, is that? Um, anyway, that was a while ago. So in corporate events, they pay. I mean, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't believe, but they pay. Um, but today was different. Today was... After dinner, after lunch, speaking for 40 minutes. I had to give a talk for 40 minutes. And I thought, well, I'll Google some asbestos jokes. You Google, there's nothing. It's the only <laughs> thing I've Googled and nothing has come back. Um, but they were lovely. They were really lovely. And I just, I just did, if you saw the Ian Lee versus radio live show I did, I did like, I kind of condensed that down to 40 minutes and just put the greatest hits in. Um, and it started off kind of slowly, but by the end, there was a lot of laugh. Ended with the, um, what do you think of Boris? I think he's a, I think he's a C. You know, ended up with that, and it got big, big, big laughs. It got a round of applause. People came up to me afterwards. Some people came up and talked about Barry from Watford, so there were listeners. Gosh. There. Were they sad when you told them what happened? Um, yeah, they were sad. Um, and it was fun. It was fun. I enjoyed it. You know, I was made to feel very welcome. I was terrible. But this has been on my mind for the last three weeks. This has been booked for like eight, nine, ten months. And I was like, yeah, I'll do it. And then you forget about it. And then suddenly it's like mid-September and you're going, oh, God, there's that thing in October that seemed a lifetime away. And the last three weeks I've been fretting about it. And now it's done. And, it's, and that's, that's kind of the only thing in my diary that I've, I've sort of been worried about. Now it's good things. Next week, next Tuesday, I'm going to go and meet up with... Um, uh, I am going to go and meet up with a young woman called Nettie Baker. Who the hell is Ginger Baker? It's his daughter. I'm going to go and meet up with Nettie Baker. She's written a book about Ginger. being about. Well, she's written a book about being a rock star's daughter, and I'm going to go and meet her in sort of Sidcup. And she, I think we're going to go for a little wander around where Ginger Baker 
Is that Sam territory? He's Sam territory. Is that your territory, Sam? Oh, I might see you there then. So I'm going to have a little wander around where Ginger Baker used to live with his daughter. Gosh. What a thrill. What a thrill. Who else have we got? Um, we've got the, the producer of the kids, Fat Kids Eat Shit Show, <laughs> which is a real programme. <laughs> it's not called that, though. We've not got Eric Idle on the show. They passed on that, but they're sending his book. You and I are hopefully going to go to a... We're not interviewing him, but we're going to go to a Q&A with Roger Daltrey in a couple of weeks. Oh, are we? Apparently so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm working on that. Um, so we can go, go and watch Roger. I liked him in The Who. Yeah. I, <laughs> I famously said that to him backstage at the awards. Um, have we got anybody else that's booked in? I, I hate it when I book the guests, because I always forget to write it down or tell you. Yeah. And then there's and then, mass panic. Yeah, and then I get blamed for it anyway. Anyway, so to the people who were there today, uh, ba- the basic answer is, what to the question, what is the show about? It's about anything you want. You kind of decide. I've got a list of stories that I pulled out of the paper and I pu- I've got online. Some funny, some not so funny. Um, and uh, I've got the sniffles still. Um, but you can call in about anything. You can talk about Flat Earth. You can pick up that if you want. You can talk about absolutely anything. 0344 499 1,000. Call up, you'll speak to Sam, he'll take your name and number, and he will give you a call back. Let's go to Gareth. Good evening, Gareth. Evening. Evening, Gareth. What have you got for us, please? How come you knew I was in uh, Istanbul earlier in the week? Uh, I can just tell very, very well where people are from. It's a vibe. I get a vibe. I'm a psychic. It's not, I wouldn't say psychic, but I'm, I'm like a vibist. I can read the vibes. Very good. Uh, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> with my pancakes tomorrow morning, Sorry? should I have bacon or butter? Well, can you not have um, Jif lemon and sugar? What's this? What? No, what is it? I don't. I don't. I do not buy. Even when I go to America, I refuse to have pancakes with bacon. I like the bacon over there, the crispy bacon that snaps. I like that, but I'm not having pancakes with bacon and maple syrup. Oh yeah, I've I've had had it. Ma- I'll have maple syrup on pancakes, but not with bacon. There's a reason they do it, man. It's because they're filthy good. dogs. Oy. So, um, butter. I, I can tell you now, pancakes with butter and maple syrup is is heavenly. It's heavenly until it's, until it's deadly and it's heart attackly. Um, but yeah, do <laughs> do that instead of bacon. Bacon is not is not is not proper. No, no. What, our bacon or, or American street Oh, who bacon? cares about bacon on your flipping pancakes? I don't care, Gareth. I couldn't care less. For God's sakes, well, I've given you... this more time than it deserves. Say yeah. something interesting quickly or you're gone. Uh, full fat or... Too slow. I mean, we did say earlier in the week that we were going to back off from giving people life advice and yet here he comes with his bacon or full fat milk. Make a decision for yourself, you're an adult. Should we do a re- and this is a horrible story on so many levels. Should it's we the do cannibal it? story? But it's a bit more than that, actually. I've just read the um I've just read the eleventh word in the headline. I didn't realise it was this, but okay, let's do it. Get it out of the way. Girl twelve. Oh no, no, no. Made no. to eat a human by her cannibal paedophile boyfriend. Cannibal paedophile boyfriend. CPB. The old CPBs. Guys, you got daughters? If you got daughters at home, warn them about the cannibal paedophile boyfriends. So when you go on Twitter and there's a message on there on the bio and it says, I'm the one your mother warned you about, no. that's what we're talking about, is it? Can- the C, the B, 
And indeed, no, the C, the P, the B. Girl, 12, made to eat a human by her cannibal paedophile boyfriend. Does that mean he ate paedophiles? No, 22. Says she fried a heart and found it too sweet. But the... But the... But the brains were much more tasty. <clears throat> a schoolgirl at the centre, and this is horrific. Right? This is this is a seriously, this is a horrible story. But it's going to make a great movie. A schoolgirl at the centre of an horrific paedophile cannibal murder in Russia. Oh, come on, Putin! It's time for you to Novichuk it in. Ooh, not bad. Told detectives she used a frying pan, what else is she going to use, to cook and eat the heart of the man she allegedly killed along with her 22-year-old boyfriend. The, 20, the 12-year-old, identified only as Valeria, reportedly told investigators the victim's heart was too sweet, but his brains turned out to be much more tasty. Um, Valeria had, oh, this is horrible, had run away from home with Arcades Veres, 22, and has admitted to taking part in the murder and dismembering of their landlord, Alexander Popovich, 21, say police. Um, she was detained alongside Zverez, who's admitted killing Popovich and confessed to a sexual relationship with the underage girl. Um, then she... Missed a bit. They missed a bit of the story. Oh, the 12-year-old child told officers... She had stabbed the man in whose flat they were lodging after he went to bed. Then she opened his abdomen with a knife. Oh, my God. Because she always wanted to see what was inside there. I mean, there is Google. (laughs) Silently. Next, she says, she cut the meat out of his chest. Oh, God. Which she fried. And Zvarez used an axe to behead the victim and chop off his arms. This next sentence is going to... She put his severed head in the microwave oven in the ground floor flat. Well, that's going to explode, isn't it? <sighs> what the hell is going on over there? In the morning, they reportedly turned on the oven, but this started a fire. They tried to escape from the windows. Neighbours called the police, leading to their arrest. The girl is below the age of criminal responsibility in Russia and will not face charges. I would suggest they make an exception. She will not face charges. Zvarez is to be Svarev is to be charged with murder and dismembering a corpse as well as crimes related to sex with an underage girl. Um, she is below fourteen. She is being interrogated as an underage witness and placed into the special detention centre for children.
A shocking video released by the Russian Investigative Committee, the RIC, in charge of probing serious crime, showed the messy, blood-stained ground floor flat and the victim's body parts covered in a white quilt. It is unknown how and where she met the Axeman, but she posted a message on her social media saying, I love one stalker. I won't give him away to anyone. He is only mine. I do not need anyone. One officer said the contents of the frying pan did not look like the fresh meat found at a supermarket. <sighs> Flippin' heck. Isn't it? Isn't it? Did we do the quarter past break? Probably a good time to do it now, I think so. No rules nocturnal nattering for nightbirds, nurses, and Nosferatu. <laughs> All right, cool. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. I'll tell you what we'll do after midnight. Again, it was mentioned to me today we hadn't done one for a while. We'll do a um, Periscope Love Bomb, shall we? Should we go on Periscope and do a Love Bomb? Yeah, why the heck not? And uh, so we can find anybody out there. Are we allowed to do that under the new regime? I don't know if we are, are we? Yeah, uh, we... Uh, no, we're not, actually. No, we? we're not. No, we're not. We can't do it. OK. Because it would involve us streaming live from the studio. Mm, not us, though. Mm. Let's not. OK, we won't. We won't. Ignore that! Wasn't there was, there was, there was a there was a brain fart? I think they call in some parts a brain fart. It's not. It's not. It's not fine. It's not bother. We, no, don't, we, we don't know. Actually, we, we could probably. But let's not bother. Screw those guys. Screw those losers. Ah, screw those guys. Idiots, all of them. Everybody. No, we won't. We just do a phone show. I'm, I'm I'm fine with that. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Pictured the moment a plane passenger lets her toddler use a potty in the middle of the aisle. The photograph was posted to the... See if we can find this Facebook group. The passenger... Oh, I need you to unlock my phone because I want to download a geocaching app. Let me remember. Right. Geocaching. I'm going to go geocaching. Is that still a thing? Is geocaching still a thing? 0344 499 1000. I'm going to take the boys geocaching. The passenger shaming Facebook group. Passenger shaming. Um... So here we go. A passenger on a busy flight has been photographed letting her toddler use a potty in the aisle and it's revolted the internet. But the mother does have her supporters. The photograph was posted to the passenger shaming Facebook and Instagram pages with hundreds of users passing judgment. I don't like these things where pictures of people are taken without their knowing and then put on Facebook. And this one's got a baby in it yeah. as well. This one's got a baby in it. Um, yeah, got it. I mean, she's... Okay, read. Okay, well, let's. We'll come to the story in a second. Then read what the, the caption says and some of the comments. Okay, so it says, uh, "Pro travel parenting tip: Use a lavatory for your child." Backstory: Parent brings own potty seat on board, sets it in the aisle mid-flight to have child use in front of everyone. When discovered by crew, was advised she couldn't do this and would need to utilise the open lavatory. Is this written by a robot? And her reply: I don't give an sh1t. Note, obviously not shaming or identifying the, baby, the, the child. Baby was, the baby did. Excuse but, me, hang on. The baby did. <laughs> obviously not shaming or identifying the child, but this literal SH1T is happening out there, folks. And what are the comments? So it's a picture, basically it's a picture. The faces are blurred out, but it's a picture of um, an aeroplane, an aisle. There's a baby um, on a potty in the aisle doing a, doing a whoopsie, and the mum is kind of holding him. Well... What is it about flying that turns people into complete savages? Yeah. Double question mark. Yeah. Remember when flying was a big thing and you dressed up for it? What happened to that? Yeah, that was that was 60 years ago. Double Next. question mark. 
Hmm. Oh. Well, Frank Crisp says, must be Chinese. No nationality discrimination intended. <laughs> Those damn Chinese. Except, always, except he did. Always specify. pooing in the. I, I'd get sick and tired of flying on planes. And a, you, you see a Chinese person on there, you think, man, those, that, that aisle's going to be ruined by those guys. Wow. Rachel says, what concerns me is what some parents are teaching their little darlings. By the way, your mum should have taught you how to spell there. Oh. This sense of entitlement and disrespect towards the crew. I was on a flight last week where a woman and her four children were creating merry hell on a nine-hour flight when a member of the cabin crew told them to control the kids. She told the member of crew to F off! Change the nappy on the floor, let the kids drop SH1T everywhere, they ran around, etc. I felt so bad for fellow passengers, but more so the crew, because they're there for our safety, not to serve us. Here's the thing. And two, she spoke with double O. Not to serve us only. Here's the thing, right? Um... Why would you not go into the bathroom and do that? I know. With the ki- I mean, listen, we all know There's that not the- very much space. There's not much space, but you could put the potty on the toilet. Or you hold the child on the toilet. You could do that. There's, all this- there's lots of different options. There's lots of different options. What she's done is clearly wrong. Yeah. They should have chucked her off the plane. Left the kid on there. I'm not, I'm not an animal. They should have opened the door and chucked her off the plane. I don't want that kind of sick behaviour. I remember that moment, though, when, you know, you're travelling with a kid and maybe potty training is just about kicking in or maybe not. you're not quite secure about it and you take him to the loo loads. That's what you do. Yeah, yeah, of course you do. Of course you do. Packing a potty is one problem you don't want, surely. Why would you take a potty on an aeroplane? You might put it in the suitcase. I put a potty in the suitcase if you're going oh, somewhere. Buy one out there and chuck it. Yeah, probably, but yeah, yeah, you know, I don't got a problem with putting one in a suitcase. I'd, have, I'd give it a, a good sluice first. I'm not going to. I'm not an animal, as I've said before. Um, although I do have some uh, animalistic tendencies, um, but no, you don't let a, a kid. Th- but that, that 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 first post was right. People become savages. <laughs> oh, they, they they just kind of revert to a feral state on aeroplanes. Well, don't they? A, a lot of these sites are passenger shaming sites. The classic photo is the barefoot on the back of someone else's chair or hanging over your space, isn't it? Someone else's bare feet. Is that bad? I take my shoes off. I yeah. keep my socks but you on. You don't dangle your feet through the crack in the um, armrest oh, between no. the seats in front of you, do you? Because no. some people do. The amount of arguments I've had on aeroplanes about the um, the armrest, amount of, uh, just to the point where I'm thinking, maybe I'm a dick. Because <laughs> it's like every flight, I get in an argument about the armrest, and I just... God, the armrest is a big thing for you. When you when you get into that many arguments, here's something I've learned as I've got older. When you get into oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand, by the way, switchboard's empty, which is fine because we've got loads of stuff to talk about. But when um, what is that? That's the feet between the oh, no, no, seats no. thing. I'd, I'd, I'd no, no, it, no. Flick it, spit on it. Um, here's the thing: when you when you are repeatedly involved in a certain type of behaviour that you come away angry from, you got to think, after a while, is it me? Because I don't know anyone else that gets into arguments. I don't know anyone else that's had one argument or two arguments about the arm space, the armrest on an aeroplane. I can think of 15 arguments I've had, some of which have got vaguely physical. Right. And then when I came back from New York with the boys, I got into like an extended kind of battle with a guy who was telling me off and having a go at me, and I was thinking, mm. and then he, he had his arm over when my boy was sat there, and I went, excuse me, could you um, give my boy some... Re-? Constantly, one guy, I had to pretend I was asleep and lock my arm on the armrest because he was trying to take it. Well, he had an armrest! 
I didn't have the armrest on the left, so I thought I'm having the armrest on the right. The armrest on the left, someone had taken. He had an armrest by the window. So I'm thinking, right, well, all I wanted was half of the armrest. So I got my arm strategically placed, it was halfway there, hit the other half. But then he was trying to push me off. He's trying to push me off. He's trying to push me off. And I'm pretending to be asleep and I've locked my arm and he's trying to push me off. In the end, he put, tried to push me so hard that he spilt his coffee all down his trousers. And I woke up and went, oh, okay. And I'll let him have the armrest. Yes, man. Oh, so he won? No, no, no. He, had, he got um, uh, wet coffee cock. Uh, but he got the armrest, though. I gave it to him. Yeah. I gave it to him. So he won. No, shut up. He didn't win. You I let him win. No, no, no. I, I, um, he was a cuck. <laughs> I cuckolded him. Well, I don't think... I cuckolded him. that word means what you think I cuckolded him, oh and I humiliated him on the aeroplane, and I thought, yeah, I'm, a, I'm the bigger man here. You have the armrest, buddy. You have the armrest. I'm, old, I'm fine with that. Old my, wet wang. I'm fine. <laughs> um, I think that was his name. He's a Chinese fella, yeah. Old wet wang. And, um... So his passport, and so I just 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 uh, cross my arms. Why didn't you do that in the first place? Oh no 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 no! Because it was my armrest. But you let him have it though. I gave it to him. It was mine to give. It was not his to take. And that, wow. my friends, is we're, is life. We're really lucky you don't just like I don't know pee in all four corners of the airplane. I'm not just to mark it out. Why would I do that? It was this stupid. is my space. What's a stupid thing to say? Well, because you were very territorial. It transpires. What's a, what a ridiculous. It's not that ridiculous. Old fights over armrest, man. Absolutely. And by the way, I take my time in the loo as well. If I if I know there's people outside waiting, <laughs> I'm I'm not sorry. I'm I'm sorry. I've paid six hundred quid for this. I'm not rushing. I'll take my time, and I'll wash my hands, wash my face, do check my yourself hair. out. Check myself out. I'm not rushing. <laughs> you you sorry. You want to wait? Well, you got to wait. You got to wait. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Here we go. Sorry? It's that communal spirit there. We're Thank all in this together. So. Um, 0344-499-1000. This is The Late Night Alternative with me, Ian Lee, I'm Right, and Catherine Boyle, who's always wrong. <laughs> Stimulating nightly emissions guaranteed to open your eyes and your mind. Oh, my word. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Promise me you wait for me and I will be there all that one for you wow. and I will be home soon. You're doing it wrong. You've got to gasp for breath in between each line. That's I'm, what she did. I'm good to Promise me you wait for me. I like me. that. I like that album. That's a good album. I, I had that on a single. I had it on um cassette album. A cassette album. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I won tickets to go and see her. I won tickets from... That's right, Tampax. I went and saw her. Oh, they were not for you. I went and you saw her. You had no business going for those <laughs> tickets. So, so, so me and my mates, so I, got, I liked her. I got some free tickets for Tampax. And me and my mates, we sat with all these women in this, in like the Tampax section. What did you have to do with the boxes of Tampax you bought? Dipped them in vodka. <laughs> and inserted them where the sun don't shine. Anyway, Beverly Craven is not very well. Oh, no. No, she's not very well. And I like, I genuinely, I like Beverly. We've Craven. spoken to her before. She's lovely. Have we? I don't think I, I have. have. Yeah, I think you have. Mm-hmm. Let's get her on the show when she's better. Because um, I'd forgotten that I like Beverly Craven. I completely, if I'm honest, I'd completely forgotten. There's that song, and um, there's another great song on that album. Promise me it was the bigger hit, but there was another song. Um, woman to woman. I wasn't so keen on that one. The oh. Tampax crowd loved it. Of course they did. Um, you should have been. 
Elsewhere, not in the Tampax crowd. Beverly Craven. Promise me your day for me and I will be there all that way for you. I think you were paying attention. I don't know what to do. What was the other song? Um, what was the song on there? Um, hang on, Beverly Craven. The track listing. Uh, oh, um, oh, this is this is a great song. This is a great song. Um, this is a great song. You know this song. This is this is this is one of the lost classics of uh, of all time. This is this is a great song. This is great. Here we go. I'm losing control of my emotions. Just play with the beginning bit again. She starts off with the breath, are you? Ah, that's with the ten lady crowd. <laughs> Come on. Hang on. Listen to the chorus. You know this song? The words is this love. Tell me I feel Is this love? Say that you love. Keep holding on, keep holding on. Love's gotta hold on me. Oh, hold it on, keep holding on. That wasn't the holding song. Holding on, of... told you, ten ladies. That was what was the other song? Promise me. Maybe it was promise me. It was woman to woman. No, maybe it was Promise Me. Um, but I'm trying to think there was... Um, here we go, here we go, here we go. Here we go, let's try this. Yeah, this is it. This is great. No, this, this is... This I prom- don't know this one. This is great. This is a great song. It's it, Promise Me. Yeah, it's like I said, yeah. Huh? Eh? Sorry? Huh? You're not going to sing, are you? Oh, God. You light up another cigarette and I pour the wine It's four o'clock in the morning and it's starting to get light Now I'm right where I want to be, losing track of time And I wish that it was still Gets mysterious now I've done this for years. What a song. Hey, Kat. You look like you're in another world, but I can read your mind. You can't, or you'd stop singing. How can you be so far away? Lying by my side. When I go away, I'll miss you. And I will be thinking of you. Here we go. Promise me you wait for me Cause I'll be saving all my love for you And I will be home soon Promise me you wait for me I need to know you feel the same way too I really need a boo Anyway, she's poorly. 
I, lo- I love that song. I've forgotten that I like Beverly Craven, because it's not a name you hear that often. I've no. forgotten I really did like her. Singer Beverly Craven has been diagnosed with cancer oh, no. for a second time. Best known for 1991 hit Promise Me, as performed by me, just them. She first fought breast cancer in 2005, but learned last month it has returned. The 55-year-old has now had a double mastectomy and lymph node clearance and vowed to complete touring commitments next month before undergoing chemotherapy. Wow. That's... uh, If anyone's got an excuse to cancel a tour, (laughs) you know, someone who's who's had all that done and is about to undergo chemo, eh, you've got a good excuse. Well done for going on, though. That's that's what you want to do. Um, A woman-to-woman tour with fellow legends Julia Fordham and Judy Zook was due to return for a second leg in March, but has now been rescheduled for June to give Beverly time to recover. Um, she said her daughters Molly, Brenna and Connie have been looking after me at home. The singer added, I feel truly blessed and uh, very lucky to have such caring and devoted daughters. Her debut single, Promise Me, helped her to win the British Breakthrough Brit Award in 1992. Her fifth album, Change of Heart, was released in 2014. So we, we see if we can get her on. She's still doing the tour. She might be doing some press. Or she might not be until she's better. Right. Which, of course, is... Um, well, we can ask her. She's a grown-up. Yeah, exactly. She can go yay or nay. Yeah. But tell her we love her. And I, I, I'd forgotten I loved her. That's the thing, man. I'd forgotten that... I, I, actually, I, I, a big big thing for me, Beverly Craven. Great singer. Oh, so where'd the phone calls gone, Sam? Where'd the phone calls gone, Samuel? Samson, Samuel, Samson, Delilah. Uh, we've not got any phone calls. Um, I don't quite know how we're going to fix that. I don't care, to be honest. You don't want to call in. Uh, kiss my ass. No, well, maybe that's not the way. Kiss my ass, no, callers. Hey, here's the problem. You callers, you suck. Oh, no. Let's get some decent callers or no callers at all. Well, I think it might be the latter. Oh, three. <laughs> four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. I'm trying to save the breakup. Of the, the break. I'm trying to save the break up. So it's like a little treat for me. Do you ever do that? Do you ever set yourself little tiny yeah. rewards? It's like if it's a really hot night. A lovely little reward is to wake up and go, I'm so hot. Oh, I'm going to turn the pillow over. That's a, that's a reward. Mm-hmm. Right? So that's a nice reward. And so I, 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 I got a break I'm supposed to hit about 11.40. It's now just turned 11.39. I could go to it early. But then that means when we come back, I've got a bigger chunk of work to do. Yeah. If I can get that break up to like 11.41 or 11.42, when we come back, I've got less to do. You really are a fascinating man. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Do you not I do, do little... You do you not give yourself Yeah, I do know what I mean. Like, rewards. sometimes, if I really need a wee, but I've got to finish doing some work, Yeah. I could just go and come back and carry on with the work, yeah. but actually what I like to do is, like, press on and then okay. go for, a, like, a reward I, wee. I wasn't talking about sexual fetishes. No, 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 it's not a sexual thing, it's just a... That right. peeing gives you pleasure. No, just that I'm going to hang on. I'm going to finish my work, and then I can go and relax in there. Isn't that funny? I can't work with a with a blad- full bladder. Can't you? Can't do it. Can't do it. I've got to be empty, front and back, <laughs> to get to get. Here's the thing. <laughs> oh God! Oh. To get the best out of me, I've got to get the worst out of me. That's the thing. And then I can then I can create. Then the the giggle factory is open to visitors. But otherwise, I can't do it if I'm if I'm needing to do some business. No, no. Okay, well, that's an interesting insight into the mind of a, a maniac. <laughs> it's just it's just if you want to give us a call and let us know what your little treats are that make things. I'm going to get this up to eleven forty one. You wait and see. This is a master at work. Uh, if you want to give us, a, I'm going to get to eleven forty two. I've set myself a challenge. If you want to give us a call 
and let us know what your little treats are, then um, then please do. One of my one of my little treats is um, listening to any questions. The BBC Radio Four v- version of Question Time. Now, I have never seen one. I've never seen an episode of Question Time. Never seen seen clips of it. I've never watched an episode. I remember kids at my school. And Malcolm and Matthew would watch Question Time, and I'd think, first of all, I think, that's not so late, I'd be really tired. And secondly, I think it's boring. I've never dug Question Time. Also, the programmes like that just get me angry. But any questions, I love, it's my treat. My, it's my, sometimes I do it on a Saturday, I know they repeat it on a Saturday, sometimes I do it on the iPlayer on Saturday, sometimes on a Sunday, and I'll just listen, to, I'll, I'll have it on while I'm doing stuff. Now, I don't like politics, I'm not interested in any of the questions. I'm not interested in any of the answers that they give. But I like, I like just kind of the vibe of the show. It's like, it's nice wallpaper. Here we go. This is a phone-in. What's your what's your wallpaper? Quest, any questions is is lovely wallpaper for me. It's like having it on in the background. Mm-hmm. I don't like the last question. They go, okay, we've got time for one last question. Yes, I'm Betty Betty Jones from Sunbury. Um, you missed out the, a bit. You missed out a bit. Yeah. One last question. Uh, lady over there in the back with the pale blue sweater. No, that's question time. They uh, don't do that on any questions. Don't they? Why? Because the, because the, the, it's obviously all sorted They've out. They've already picked it. They've already picked it. Yeah, it's already the, the questions are lined up. Oh, I only like he the knows He knows what the questions okay. are going to be. The, the The contestants don't. Right. But on any questions, they'll always do a funny question at the end. If the um, if uh, um, if the if the contestants not contestants, if the contest if the panel, um, Theresa May came dancing on to ABBA today. If the panel had to dance, what song would it be to? Something like that. Mm. <laughs> well, I'd, I'd come on dancing to whoever. I don't know. Something by Nigel Farage. I'm Nigel Farage. I come on dancing to something by the Black and White Minstrels. Uh, it's more Derek Jameson. I don't think was a racist. I don't know. We just don't have the evidence or any of the details back. So what I'm saying is, what's your wallpaper? There's two phone-ins now. Phone-in for Christ's sake. Jesus Christ's sake. What is your audio wallpaper? 0344-499-1000. What is your little treat to yourself? 0344-499-1000. Or you can call in about anything. And look, I talk to 11.43 and 14 seconds. Kick off your slippers. Don't go to bed. The party is just starting. You can sleep when you're dead. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 0344... 499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. The Late Night Alternative, weeknights from 10. Ian Ling, Catherine Boyle, uh, you listen on DAB. Download the app or, of course, go to talkradio.co.uk. Podcast, podcast, podcast. Don't forget, plenty of podcasts, including the Jeff Goldblum interview that we did. Um, you can get the best of uh, this show every single day. Or, or the guests we also put up, Acast, iTunes, your usual podcast provider. Or did a new um, rabbit hole go up? Yes. Did you tweet it? Nope. Why don't you tweet our stuff? Because I, I put it up really late and I wanted to get away with having <laughs> put it up late. Give it a tweet and I'll retweet it. Um, okay. The new rabbit hole. Oh, which one was it? A Glasgow? Yes, yeah, the last Glasgow one. And then we're on to Brighton, aren't uh-huh, we? Yeah. Okay, fine, fine. Great stuff. The last Glasgow one. It'll be filthy. It'll be rowdy. Um, but you, rabbit hole is a silly little show that we do. And I also do another silly little show now with a guy called Elton McManus, who got in touch with me and said, do you fancy doing a podcast about time travel movies? And I went, 
Yeah, sure, fine, fine, why not? So we do a podcast about time travel movies called The Flicks Capacitor. Now, this is niche. This is niche stuff, man. This is not going to get any podcast awards or thousands of listeners, um, but I enjoy doing it. Uh, and we've done two so far. One about the movie Triangle, one about the movie Ark. Um, what are you nodding for? I, I like Triangle. Did you listen to the podcast? No. I can't listen to you talking to somebody else. Okay. Well, I talk to loads of other people. Yeah, don't listen. What, even when I talk to a caller? I mean, barely. Oh, man. Um, 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. Weak passwords. Man, this website's got so many pop-ups. Go away. Can we, how do we, can we make pop-ups illegal? It's gone. And there's another pop-up. Weak passwords, such as admin and 1234. Do you remember Justin Dealey's pod, uh, uh, passwords? Wasn't it one, two, three, four, five, six? <laughs> it, was. it used to vary, but it always it depended on how many like spaces there were. He would just, fill, just numbers fill it up. in the order. Weak passwords such as admin and one, two, three, four will be banned in California from 2020 as part of a crackdown on idiots. No, on cyber attacks. A new law has been passed that requires manufacturers to give each gadget. Okay, this doesn't. Okay, the first two sentences kind of contradict each other. Weak passwords, such as admin and 1234, will be banned in California from 2020 as part of a crackdown on cyber attacks. A new law has been passed that requires manufacturers to give each gadget a unique, complex password and reasonable security features. So when it comes, it has a complex password. Mm -hmm. This also means making sure that the users have to generate their own password when they use the gadget for the first time. The bill means, ah, here we go, that customers who have their gadgets hacked could sue a company if it did not abide by these new changes. But that doesn't mean that you can't, when you get the pass, you, you, so you get the you get the phone and the password is like, you know, lowercase d, uppercase a, hash, you know. like Things you're the, never going to remember. Yeah, and you change it to password 1234. Mm-hmm. That's not, it doesn't mean it's illegal then to change it to password 1234. It means you, you've changed it and that's yeah. the password i tell you what I don't use. And I used it for like three days when it first came out. And I went, oh, that's, this is rubbish. The the fingerprint recognition. Mm. Who uses that? I do. Do you? Mm-hmm. What for? What, to get in and out of my phone. Okay. Well, why? Um, because, because I can. Why wouldn't you? Because why would you? Well, they don't answer a question with, a, with the... Well, op- it's just like putting a password in. Okay, well, it's not, though. It's not. It's, com- it's completely different, and it's a lot less safer. Oh, really? Yeah, of course it is. Why is it a lot less safer? Well, there are so many instances, and maybe some of the dear listeners have done this, of partners suspecting that their their partners mm. are cheating. So when they're asleep... <laughs> this is true, when they're asleep... No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They get the finger, and they put it on the, the fingerprint pad... Yeah. And they log into their phone. Gosh. Loads of loads of stories of that wow. happening. You are not safe by doing. I am. I charge it downstairs, so yeah. I'd have to be Mr. Bloody Tickle. <laughs> Plastic man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no people. A lot, a lot of partners do that with that. They swipe their their, their fingers. That's Gosh. insane. Um, and also, I could hack off your fingers. Well, yeah. I, Seems I, a bit extreme, though, just to have a look at some pictures of my kids. Well. <laughs> 
I like your kids. They're nice kids. They're cute kids. I like Cuter my fingers. But you, but you could you could you could have like um, all right. Supposing like a burglar comes to your house, right? Okay. Give so me the give me the give me the. Unlikely that they come when you're in, but statistically. No, it it happens. Yeah, very rarely. Give me rarely. the give me the give me the money. Wow, they're armed. Are they? the, sorry, are they armed? I didn't say they were armed. Well, they're very brave to come in talking to me give like me that the in my house. Money. I know where they're, the knives are. They're burglars. Matt. All right, they're armed. Okay. Right. So an armed armed <laughs> man. Come, give me the effing money. Right. He's not swearing because you've got your kids there. He's being polite. But he's saying effing because he wants you to know he means business. Your kids are there. They're terrified. Uh-huh. Give him the, give him the money, mummy. What does effing mean? Tell you later. This swear word. Oh, tell us. No, Sadly, no. I think they know. Give us the effing money. What are you going to say? Pointing a gun at you. I'll say, well, you can have a look at my purse, but I never have any money in there because of these two. Boom! I shot one of the kids. Right. I, then. I, well, then I kill them. Yeah, well, you kill the kids. No, I kill the burglars. Boom, I shot you in the knees. Okay, well, I'm still killing them. But I shot you in the knees, you can't I'm even I'm still move. killing them, I can. All right, I'm, the ki- I'm the working on is... adrenaline alone. Right, it turns out I, the first bullet actually was a blank, so your kid is still alive. I'm still outraged, I'll kill them. Right, okay, turn, right, okay. It's a massacre. I've shot, I've shot that guy that was firing the gun. Why are he... you there? Because I'm one of the burglars, but I've got a mask on, so you don't know Why would you be me. burgling me? You know I've got nothing. Okay. Okay, well, I'm, this scenario is getting out of hand. It's very dark, but I've shot that guy for pretending to kill your kid, and I don't want you to kill anyone because. Well, I'm, I'm going to start snapping necks. I'm afraid. He's right. You're really being an idiot. Right. Okay. Give me the phone. Give me your phone. What for? I want your. I want your phone. Give me your phone. Why? Like, just give me the phone. No, sorry. B one T C H. Right. That's just rude. Right, now you're going to kill him again. What have I got to do to stop you killing burglars? <laughs> you can't. What I'm saying is, if someone broke into your your house, what do I want my phone for? Right, you're a dick. Oh, I can't even do. Can't even do a little They're bit. They're not going to break into my house to steal a, a, a three-year-old please, phone. Please, someone, someone call in. Even like, <laughs> even like one of the the idiots call in because I get more sense from you than I get from her. I'm just not playing with you. It's a crazy scenario. She is not. She's just not helping me. All right, go again. Here's the thing: the go first again. rule. This, the first rule of improvisation is you don't block. All right. And the second blo- rule is. Don't don't no. pretend to threaten my children. Well, you're blocking you're blocking me by saying I'm going to come and snap oh, your all neck. All right then, okay. Right, you're, so don't. No, I'm getting involved. That's what I would do. <laughs> yes, I would snap your neck. Yes, and I would snap your neck. <laughs> Is that how you do it? How would you How would you snap a neck? Right. So suddenly now you're behind me, holding my head in oh, both yeah. hands. I'm, I'm fast, especially when enraged. Right. Okay. Well, okay. I would definitely do it. Give me your phone. Why? Yes, and what? I've got a gun pointing at you. You would. They're just two fingers in a. You would cack your pants. Oh, you don't know. You, I know, I know you. You, you cack know. your pants <laughs> when you're coming down from the chocolate machine and I'm hiding and bump out, jump out and go, boo! Yeah, you're really lucky I've not snapped your neck. You've not even come close. You've, you've, you've gone quite white. You've taken a step back. Hand has gone on chest. You've, you've done that. And yeah. then I've, I've noticed. I didn't I've, drop me Yorkie, though, did I? I have noticed. <laughs> Is that a euphemism? I've noticed. <laughs> I go back to that, that point after you've gone and there's a little bit of moisture. <laughs> there. No, there isn't. Yes, there is. Little bit of moisture. Um, what were we t- that was fun. That was, that was fun. There's a little bit of role play there. And scene. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, so you, you change the thing. Manufacturers often use a single password because it's easier for them. However, lots of consumers don't bother to change this password. and don't. I always change the password. I've only got one password. Oh, Vari- variations thereof. But I've got about password. three interchangeables. Okay, what are they? Um, Ian Lee is a div. 
Hello, Andy. Hello, sir. How are you? Uh, I don't know why the phone calls have dropped off. It's, it's you lost so damaged. Call calling, so I thought, here I am. Thank you very much, my friend. Have you got anything How for us? You? I'm all right. I'm tired, man. I'm, I'm tired. I'm looking forward. I've got the kids coming this weekend, and I am uh, looking okay. forward to it. It's uh, what the Stephen King film. You're sure not to them. Yeah. What? No. Don't be so ridiculous. <laughs> it's the... <laughs> Although my, my you youngest, my oh, he's talking. He's talking to you now. Oh yeah. Yeah. You weren't, Kath wasn't even. You li- no, don't. Kath didn't even have her headphones it's on. I'm writing to Beverly Craven. I've tweeted her. She don't did, tweet her. She doesn't run her own Twitter. There's an the official way. channel. Okay, fine. Well, I've, I've emailed her. Okay, I've emailed her agent. I've got a blue She's tick. What they ask you to I've do. got a blue tick. I was in the jungle, so I've tweeted her. All right, let's see who wins. Okay. He he who dares, Marlene. He who dares. Yes, Sandy. So listen, I've been eating my poo all day and I haven't lost any weight. What am I doing wrong? I think, well, you should have, you have to wait until next week when we get the producer of that New Zealand document, documentary series <laughs> where overweight kids eat poo to lose weight. He's coming on next week at some point. Um, so my suggestion is, Andy, and this is a serious suggestion actually, yeah. keep on eating your poo. I, okay. think, I think it actually has to be someone else's poo. So if you can source another person's faecal matter... I think can that you ask might. Sam, if you can send it me, Sam will send you some poo. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that'd be lovely. Oh, is that okay? Yeah, no, no, no. That's great. If you can send it to the usual address, okay. He knows where I live. Yep. Uh, I won't tell you how, but you know. All right. Telling me left his jelly and handcuffs here. Thank you very much indeed. We'll send it to Coprophiles United. Is that the right word? Coprophile. Yeah. Yeah, I think it might be. We'll take Vicky after the news. Now, now the calls come. Oh, the calls come. It's fine. I, I do wonder: Are people not calling in because they don't listen to the show? Are people not calling in because we're not putting out questions? Or are people not calling in because they enjoy the badinage between vous et, et moi? Hmm. I do. I do wonder. I do wonder. Well, I'm glad you wonder. What does that mean? Well, it just shows a curiosity that's healthy in a man of your age. Well done. Thank you very much indeed. Um, oh three. If you want to give us a call, come on, man. Stop being idiots. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who can be bothered, really? Oh, th- Vicky's going to speak to us. V- Vicky, you're going to speak to us after the news, aren't you? Oh, after the news. After the news. After the news. Hello, <laughs> uh, Vicky. <you're- laughs> dealing with idiots. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, not. I thought that was. I thought you were telling me to hold. No, yeah, you're going to speak to us after the news. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> Enjoy the news, everyone. <laughs> well, now let's hope, let's hope no one's died or been touched up. <laughs> Otherwise, we're in big trouble. Stay there, Vicky. We'll come to you in a bit. 0344 499 is the telephone number. The show is just collapsing around us. <sighs> this is The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee and um, uh, Thingy Bob on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Once New Amsterdam 
Why they changed it, I can't say. People just liked it better that way. So, take me back to Constantinople. No, you can't go back to Constantinople. Been a long time gone. Constantinople, why did Constantinople get the works? That's nobody's business but the Turks. downloading a geocaching Whoa! <laughs> I'm frantically downloading a geocaching app now and I'm aware I'm, I'm like five years behind thing and I'm aware I've probably downloaded um okay let's let's, let's see how this uh this works um we're gonna we're gonna sign up um email address okay um username Ian password None of your business. I shouldn't have said that out loud, should I? Um, his username is already in use. All right, Ian Lee. Okay, his username is already in use. Okay, Ian Lee 69. Thank you. We need to make sure you're an adventure-seeking human and not a robot. Check your email account. Um, email has just arrived. Geocaching, validate your geocaching account. This is exciting, man. So geocaching, have I got this right? Have you done this with the girls? No. So this is where you go around and you find little boxes that are hidden and you just leave a little note saying, I found you, and then that's it. Yeah. I'm worried. Sounds very wholesome. It does. And my, my um, uh, eldest brought it up. Make sure you turn on location services. Allow it to use location services. Okay, loading geocaches. Let's see if there, maybe there's one in the, in the building. Jeez, there's loads. There's loads. of. Have you ever done geocaching, Vicky? Hi. Hello. Did you enjoy the news? I I loved it. Have yeah, you it ever great, have you ever done geocaching? No, I haven't. But my flatmate who's with me has. Um, can I speak to your flat, flatmate? Yeah, hang on. Thanks. So, what's all this about? <laughs> wow! I love the sass. I'm in. I'm in. Oh, that is how I'm going to answer every phone call from now. So, what's all this about? <laughs> That is beautiful. What's what's your name, my darling? Um, I'm Jen. Jen, and I have the unfortunate. You are truly outrageous. <laughs> Living with Vicky, truly, truly, and truly she outrageous. Me to many things, Ian. I'm really sorry about it. Don't no, don't you worry. Listen, if you uh, just cough twice, if you want us to get the uh, send in the squad to come and rescue you. What about a sneeze? Will that do? Yeah, a sneeze will do. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I can fake a sneeze. Okay, that's fine. In that case, you've got to stay there. <laughs> so geocaching, right? 
Oh, we're talking about geocaching? Oh, yeah. you, you've done it, have you? I've done it a bit. I mean, I don't want to say I'm a connoisseur of the, the whole thing, what? but I have done it. Yeah. When was the last time you went out and uh, cast your geo? When was the last time you did it? Well, that sounds like a euphemism. Um, that was at least a year ago. It's been a long time. It's, it's been very barren since then. Okay, because I'm, I'm thinking, because my boys, I'm a guy with kids, they're six and eight, and my eight-year-old's mentioned geocaching, and I live out in the country, and maybe, maybe this is the way forward. My worry would be, though, Jem, uh, is that paedophiles. you... Paedophiles. Yeah, paedophiles. You open the box and you find a paedophile. No, that you'll find um, that someone will, leave, will have left a rude note or something in there. I mean, that's not my experience, Ian. I mean, I, I think the people that are into that kind of thing, they're very placid. They're the sort of people that would listen to uh, Archers and that kind of thing. You know, the Radio 4 types. I've gone they're off the Archers. They're not the sure going to be leaving lewd notes. I don't think so. OK, there's one you on... You don't have anything to fear. There's one on the North Bank that's 500 the bank. 548 metres away. I'm tempted to go and find it now. You should. I mean, if I'd have done it this at won't ten, look suspicious at all, will it? You ferreting around looking for a Tupperware box in the middle of the night? No, 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 definitely not. To be honest, honest, that's a standard Friday round here. Right, I'm right. Okay, I'm going um, geocaching. I'm going geocaching the weekend. No, with my that's kids, you mu- with my kids, you muppet. You're not listening to what I'm saying. Well, I thought you were going tonight. No, I'm going to go on the weekend. Put Vicky back on. Put Vicky back on. Sketchy Vicky. Sketchy Vicky. Sketchy Vicky. Outrageous gem. <laughs> sketchy Vicky, I think that's... Put the phone down, go, 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 go away, I don't want to talk to you anymore, you upset me. I'm sorry. You upset my ears, you upset my life. I'm sorry, my, I'm You upset sorry. my chi, my chi is up, my feng shui is gone. Well, v- Vicky wants to ask you about Jeff. Put Vicky back on, I don't want to talk to you anymore. <gasps> don't be rude. I'm sorry, Ian. You're a soul, you're a soul sucker, you, you sucked my soul. I, I, no, I... Stop talking to me and get me the other lady! <laughs> Hello. Is that they've got the same voice? They have. They've got exactly uh, no, the same well, voice. We are from the same place originally, sort of. Okay. Well, that doesn't mean I'm from the same place <laughs> as other people. I don't sound exactly. You're from the, the same place as Dennis Nielsen, aren't you? Well, no. Get steady on. He's from the he's, dark. He's the best. He's the best serial killer. Is he? We're playing serial killer top traps. No, I lived in that in that way for a bit, but I'm not from there. So you're not Dennis Nilsson? I'm not Dennis Nilsson. Uh, Vicky. Oh, what a disappointment. Okay. You two, are, have you two been smoking a little bit of the old wacky backy <laughs> You're a little bit high on pot. Have you been? Have you got some hashish there? Because you two are a little <laughs> bit, you guys are a little bit loose. I sent some goofballs. I think there is but, something is going on. Maybe you got some, maybe you made some hash brownies, the cakes with drugs in. <laughs> and you got a little bit high. Am I close? No. Okay. Uh, is no. it Voddy night? You having a little bit of the old Voddy? Bit of Voddy? Bit of vodka? We've the pub. We've had a couple of drinks. Yes. Vod- vodka. You're vodka ladies, aren't you? I've been drinking brandy tonight like an old man. There we oh, go. I like it. That explains the looseness the of looseness. this <laughs> phone call. What would you like to um, talk about, um, Vicky? Uh, well, the question I was going to ask you is, you've yeah. met our two heroes, Jeff and also Tommy Wiseau. After meeting them both, who do you think would win in a fight? Jeff who? Goldblum. Goldblum. Oh, okay. Well, you've got to say, I've met, a lot of, I've met a lot of Jeffs. I mean, he's just Jeff to us now, isn't he? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Who would win in a fight? Um, here's the thing. They're both nuts. <laughs> they are both but wonderfully nuts. I don't think you could get either of them. I don't think they'd fight. I think if you, had, if, if you forced them to be physical, they would make love. Mm. They're, they're more <laughs> slinkers than fighters, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, I just don't think you could... You couldn't get them to fight. I mean... 
And they're both very, very unique. Very, very idiot. They're both unique but actors. Tommy didn't like your um, remark about the the guy masturbating. D- didn't in the like the opening. Gag. Oh no, no, move on, moving on now, please, moving on now. <laughs> didn't like that He's opening not a gambit. He was not a fan of of street masturbation. No, <laughs> no, no. Well, I hope that clears things up for you, Vicky. <laughs> it does. Thank you. You two it should go. On, you two should go and though. drink some more. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Who would win in a fi- your film show? Who would win in a? Oh God. Is <laughs> is is um Gobby coming as well? <gasps> a Gobby. Nope. Coming as well. Yeah. Okay. Great. We'll look forward to seeing you then. Goodbye. Thanks a lot. Cut them off. I got a little bit of You just stirred up a little bit of trouble. Mm-hmm. Come to the right place. I'm all drunk. Boom, 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 boom. I got no race. Um, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone. This is a new thing on on my on my Google Mail, a Gmail. So on the phone, when I do a Google Mail, mm. it so um, it suggests like you've got three responses. I know. So if you ever get a response from me and it's got exclamation marks, if you just press the button. So it'd be like um, you get an email. It's intelligent. Scanning your email. So you get an email saying. Um, uh, I'd I'd really be up for that um, um, if you still want me. And you'll get three suggestions that say, um, yeah, that's great, I'm really excited, or I'm so pleased you can make it, or actually, no, it's been cancelled now. You get those, you just click it and it sends it off. It's fine. But now there's a new thing. When I go on, on the old Gmail, the Google Mail, on uh, my computer, I'm not using an app, where... It will suggest the whole... You'll start typing a sentence, and then it will suggest the rest of the sentence for you while you're typing. Oh, wow. And you hit the tab button, and it does it. So it's kind of like um, predictive text, but for the whole sentence, not just the word that you're typing. Now, that, to me... That, to me, is a step too far. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. by the way. That, to me, is a step too far. Yeah. That is that is That is not... Right. It was bad enough, wasn't it, with the Microsoft, that paperclip used to pop up. Mm, I see oh. you're writing a letter. Oh. I'm going to just muff it up for you. Could you do me a favour? Go on. Could you get my jacket from out there? Why? I'm going to blow your mind. Take the computer with you. I'm going to blow your mind. I am going to blow your mind. Sorry, I've just remembered something I picked up. Oh. That's great, honestly. It's really good. Yeah, it's, it's, honestly, it's the best thing you're ever going to see. Okay. Bring me the jacket. This is great. You're going to love this. I'll take a picture of it and tweet it. You are going to love this. Take a break, then we'll come back and see what it is. Whispering lunar incantations for cross-parents. Um, cross-dressers. Yeah, did you know this about me? And cross-rail workers. Steel and polycarbonate. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I've got, I've got a very poor internet connection. On Talk Radio. I found something today on the table in front of me and I picked it up because I thought, ooh, I'm having that. Behold, the biggest paperclip you've <gasps> ever seen in your life. Oh. <laughs> that's a that's big, quite a beauty. That's a big paperclip, isn't it? it? And I don't know where it came from. I was at the dinner table today at this this do. It was this huge paperclip. Oh, this means business. Now, now what I'm thinking is, combine that with my giant sellotape. I need two more big bits of stationery. I got a travelling circus. I got a travelling circus. Got one of those great, do you remember those great big jumbo pencils you could get? Oh yeah, you need one yeah. of them. Isn't that amazing? Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? And I've never been able to put this to the test, okay? My sister, if she's listening, will know where I'm going with this. My mum has always told me she's afraid of giant paper clips. Now, no. Yeah. No, no, no. She used to tell us that as a kid, she was afraid of them. Now, I've never come across a giant paper clip. 
I've got one. She's in a wheelchair. She ain't going nowhere. If I wave this in front of her, I'm tempted to stick it on a stick and then put it on her head. So it's like in front of her the whole time. And wherever she goes, well, it's there. Like the donkey um, uh, sticking a carrot up a donkey's bum. It's that thing. Well, Halloween is coming. You dip it in vodka and you stick the carrot up the donkey's bum and it gets wasted. But here we go. Sam's done this before. Sam says, put it on a fishing rod attached to the back of her chair. She's, um, she's in a wheelchair, mate, and uh, she's got multiple sclerosis and you think that's appropriate behaviour? That's pretty much what you were saying, though, and you're her son. No, 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 no. Mine was going to be on a hat. He's suggesting a fishing rod. She's a human being, mate. All right? She's not a piece of meat. How dare That's how he treats disabled people. That's outrageous. I think we need to send him on a course. No, no, Mama's going to be on a stick on a hat. A fishing rod. Outrageous. Actually, that's a brilliant idea. That's what we're going to do. She's going to, she's going to, she's going to be stuck. Is she it. actually really? Well, that's what she said, but I've never, I've never tested this. So I'm, I'm seeing her tomorrow, taking, taking me and the boys, taking her to see Johnny English 3. Going to wave it. Gosh, what's going to be worse for her? Going to wave it in front of her. I had a. Going to dip it in vodka and stick it up her bum. Oh, now, come on. I had a friend once whose mum was scared of buttons. It's a, it, well, that is a well, Cinderella. The whole Cinderella thing. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> no. No. Okay. Oh, we can see. Oh, we can see who that um, that girl was that um, said. So, what's all this about? Jem. There she is. Look, and she's holding a glass of wine. Yeah, that's yeah. the picture I had in my mind. She looks like trouble. And there, there's um, Vicky who phoned in. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Noted. Yeah, noted. Absolutely noted. And um, that, that, those two were absolutely noted when they called him. So, our friend, uh, Nico. Uh, Amalana. Uh, yep. Has been on the show a few times. He does the NDL videos and he's been out with the EDL and he's funny, right? He, he's a cheeky little wind-up merchant. He's a cheeky little so-and-so. I wonder how many views this has had now. Um, Meet my friend. It's, it's had just under a hundred thousand views. Oh. It's only been up since seven. Um, anyway, he recruited me and Catherine to do a little prank on what, against one of his friends. Yeah. Okay, and you may remember we did a weird. There was a weird start to a show a few months ago where Nico was in uh, with his friend, and we were talking about Brooklyn Tidal and about how it was the future, and we were going to start a YouTube channel and stuff. And then we never mentioned it again. Right? The reason was that was part of a prank. Okay, where we had told them that Nico was in it. We told them we were going to pay them £25,000 each mm-hmm. if they um, contributed to this YouTube channel yeah. and got their, their viewers over to our YouTube channel, Brooklyn Tidal. And didn't we also promise like five grand ago yeah. for doing extra bits? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five grand to whoever got the most likes or something, right? And we did this ages ago. It's, it's only just come out tonight because the young lad who was, 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 was uh, what do they call it? Pimped? Call it pimped now. Trolled? Uh, punked. punked. The young lad who was pwned. pwned got really, really upset. With his so-called friend. And with us. Because it was a horrific thing to do. Nico's going to come on next week and talk about it. But I thought we might play some of it. Uh, it's on the YouTube channel. I'll, read, I'll tweet the link in a bit. I don't need to tweet. It's had 100,000 views. My, my big, highest video on my channel has got 246. Um, so have a listen to this. I'm pretty sure there's no swears in it because he keeps his channel quite clean. But this is Nico Amelana. Let's have a little listen. Meet my friend Johnny Carey. Now, Johnny's a YouTuber, and we've been making videos together for years. And if there's one thing I know about Johnny, Johnny loves his money. <laughs> I just want to quickly talk about this app called Quid. Before we get into it, I just want to quickly talk about this app called Quid. 
Now, there's absolutely nothing wrong with this. Loads of YouTubers do it. I just find it funny because it's Johnny. And because of this, I'm 100% sure I can prank him if there's money involved. But why would I prank him? I'm a draw machine. Well, four years ago, Johnny and I had a wager on a game called FIFA, and he beat me twice. I'm done. I'm done. His asshole is going to be five centimeters wider by the time I'm finished with him. I mean, it's safe to say that I took it completely to heart. He forfeit. Come on. Yeah, so Nico, he wanted his revenge, but, you know, couldn't get it. <laughs> I may not have been able to get my revenge then, but I will get it now. Johnny took 50,000 FIFA coins off me and it scarred me for life. So I'm going to take 50,000 pounds off him and see how he feels. So here's how I'm going to do it. Johnny gets contacted by brands to promote something all the time. So what if I were to make my own fake brand and get him to promote something for me in one of his videos? And I'd call it Brooklyn Tidal, a.k.a. Trolled by Nico. Now it's a difficult task, so I'm gonna need as much help as I could possibly get. And that's where my friends Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle come in. Hey man, I'm Ian, nice to meet you. They both run a radio show, and Ian is an experienced prankster as he used to have his own TV show where he pranked the public. So I met up with the two of them and they offered me access to their lounge room, their conference room, and their live radio show. They told me I could use all this stuff for the prank on Johnny. And they even said I could make it look like Brooklyn Tidal was created by Virgin. <laughs> I was gassed. There's no way Johnny's not going to fall for this. So it was time to make my first contact with Johnny. Aye, 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 aye. And I got straight into it. £25,000. Basically, it's Virgin, right? Virgin is setting up a new thing. I'll, I'll forge you the whole, the whole thread. The thread was weeks of emails explaining that Brooklyn Tidal is a new movement powered by Virgin to bring TV and YouTube together. And according to the emails, they wanted me and Johnny to work closely with them to promote the brand and launch the service. Interesting, right? Alex, all I saw was 50k. <laughs> um, yeah, nah, nah, it's sick, man, it's sick. Uh, no, uh, the Mercedes, jeez, jeez, that would be mad. At this point, there was no turning back. The meeting was scheduled for the 26th of July, so I told him I'd give him a call to confirm it later in the week. We'll meet you before if you want. I'm coming. I'll meet you, and then I might bring my um, my mate George because he's in London. Oh, yeah. Now, I didn't know at the time, but at this point, Johnny was suspicious of me because I told him I was bringing George. And how do I know this? Because he called me up and told me the next day. Uh, at one point, I was thinking it was going to be a prank, and I was fair. That's why I haven't got my hopes up for no money, though. What, really? Yeah, but I haven't got my hopes up for no money. I'm thinking, uh, why'd you bring in George? You were thinking, like, you're going to talk off to me about that whole thing. Obviously that'd be the greatest prank of all time. And without much difficulty, I managed to get rid of Johnny's suspicions and we agreed on what time we were gonna meet. Yeah, 8.30. Let's be there. Oh my gosh! I, I have out. We need to pull this off now. Yeah. It needs to be perfected. So, just like George said, it was time to perfect the plan. I went to a t shirt printing store to get the official Brooklyn Tidal logo that my friend Lawai kindly designed for me on three black tees. Johnny, you're gonna get ranked. Yes! <laughs> then I got my friend Kanan to be Brooklyn Tidal's official cinematographer. And then the fake contracts were created. Look how extra George has done these. George, you've done a good job. Thanks, mate. Everything was perfect and Ian and Catherine were definitely ready. We were a big fan of the problems that teenage, teenage boys, boys face. I had no idea. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
We did some final touches and then it was time to head towards Johnny. And this guy was late. 10 15. Yeah. Uh, okay, that's fine. He ended up being an hour late for a £50,000 deal. How? Finally, though, we met him and I told him we had no choice but to run. So there Johnny was running, running to get this money that wasn't even there. Johnny, mate, you're running for no reason. We arrived late and sweaty. But we called Catherine down. Um, it's Catherine Boyle. Catherine then took us in, she sat us down, and we all waited for Ian's arrival. Sorry, Hello. Ian then came in, introduced himself to us both, and then it was time to get started. And immediately, Ian started trolling Johnny. Right, listen, good to see you again. Nice, nice to meet you. Yes, what do you reckon to the logo? You like it? We're getting rid of it. It was a first draft. Good work, Ian. Make him feel stupid. So, Brooklyn Tidal. What do you know about it, guys? Nicole, what do you know about it? Well, you said it was like a mix between like YouTube and, yeah. and TV, right? Ian was just lying about stuff we'd be doing on Brooklyn Tidal, but one thing he said was true. We're going to do some amazing pranks on there. It was all about making Johnny feel comfortable, and Ian even asked for some backstory. I went here like 2,000 subscribers, and I had a FIFA channel before, but it had like 30k subs. Uh, 30 subs. Yeah. And then... I played him on his Steam channel. And made the biggest mistake of your life by beating me. I'll never forgive you, Johnny, for taking my 50,000 FIFA coins. But enough about the past. Ian got serious and started telling us the facts. Uh, so we got a total for this campaign of 50 grand. That works out 25 grand each. Is that all right? Yeah. Johnny agreed to promote Brooklyn Title on his channel. Check. You happy with that? Yeah. <laughs> okay, great. So um, you're going to put presenter on Brooklyn Title on all your social media descriptions. Johnny agreed to put Brooklyn Title on his social media descriptions. Check. If you get any problems with this, just, just shout. But this is all pretty straightforward. And then Ian introduced the challenge. Whoever can get the most comments after their video being up for four days, do you reckon five grand? Seriously, because it, it... Just look at his face. He can't hold it in. He can't contain his excitement. Johnny really thought he was getting 30k from one single brand deal. <laughs> That's right. Compose yourself, Johnny, because I've got another surprise for you. Here's a thought. I do a radio show. We can do a radio show every night at 10. Do you want to come on the show tonight for 15 minutes? Plug your YouTube channels. Tell us how you got into it, and we can launch a soft launch Brooklyn title tonight. Do you fancy that? Yeah, alright. We're on air at 10. We'll sort out that in a bit. It's a very freeform kind of show. And then it was time to sign the contract. Can we get you signing them the, in the t-shirts? Would that be okay? Yeah. If you put the t-shirts on... Johnny seemed to be reading it thoroughly, but obviously not, because if he'd turned to page 5, he would have seen that this was all a prank and that his channel now belongs to me. The YouTube channel Johnny Carey is now owned by Nicholas Omolana for a time period of forever. So then I quickly signed my contract... And then he signed his. I then got some clips of Johnny looking like a complete schmuck on the official Brooklyn Title YouTube channel. Welcome to Brooklyn Title. Home of skits, vlogs, and the biggest pranks on YouTube. We put this all live in a really overdramatic trailer on the Brooklyn Title YouTube channel just to make this look legit. And I found it hilarious, I'll be honest. I really couldn't hold it in. Subscribe to Brooklyn Title now. Ian then gave us £100 that I previously gave to him so we could go out and eat while we wait for the radio show. Get the receipts, please. Johnny was stupidly on board. He was so happy to be part of something so fake. I think it's such a good opportunity for people when it's, I don't know why no one's thought of it before, of being able to just have everything in one cup. He loved my fake idea almost as much as the meal that I was buying him. Bon appetit, Johnny. <laughs> Eat up. <laughs> 
But now it was time to go back and meet up with Ian and Catherine on a live radio show. Hey, hey, hey! So we joined Ian live on air, and he was literally lying to his audience and acting like Brooklyn Tidal was a real thing. This is something that me and Catherine and the team here at, um, uh, uh, at Virgin and Talk and everybody's been working on for quite a while, and a lot of people on Periscope are saying, what is the T-shirt you were wearing? Well, this is the new thing. This is Brooklyn Tidal. It's going to be a YouTube phenomenon, but it's going to be even bigger than that. We have decided that we are going to kind of build... Well, it's going to be an empire, Catherine. Well, that's the plan. That's the plan. They're both lying through their teeth on their own radio show just to prank Johnny. I love them both so much. And we're starting with two people. Some of you will know one of them. We've got Nico in. Nico, nice to see you again. And we've got Johnny with us as well. Hey, Johnny. How's everyone doing? And Ian wasted no time getting into trolling Johnny. I've got a theory that we lived on Mars like a million years ago. Try not to cough. That we lived on Mars about a million years ago. And then we were asked about our future. Not that I know of at the moment, but we never know what the future holds. Does that answer your question, Bill? Ian then really wanted to dig deep into Johnny's thoughts and feelings for Brooklyn Tidal. Johnny, it's so nice to meet you. But I'm, I'm so thrilled that we're going to be working together on this Brooklyn Tidal. What does it mean to you, Brooklyn Tidal? I'm grateful for this opportunity to be able to put my content on another platform and basically expand and show other people what YouTube is about. Such a deep and meaningful answer. It's a pity it was for no reason, Johnny. Here was my contribution. Nico Defence League, NDL. You know I had to plug the movement. NDL for life, baby. I'm so looking forward to working with you two. We are, this is going to be, I'm really excited. Thank Guys, you. so lovely to see you. Let's really get a picture here, shall we? Oh, yeah, yeah. Come on, man. The show was a success. There Johnny stood with the two people who had trolled him this whole time. Lovely. Guys, I've got to crack on. Catherine, will um, we'll see you after the show, it was time to leave, but not before Johnny complimented my complete made-up idea again. I don't mean to think it's such a good idea, but I don't know why people haven't thought it before. Thank, Thank you so much for coming in. Very nice to meet you. I'll speak to you again soon. Take The meeting was over, and it's fair to say we weren't even that bothered. Okay. Brooklyn Tidal. <laughs> <laughs> Call me a puppet. This is what I'm going to say for the rest of my life. You said it right there, Johnny. You're my puppet now. And the puppet wanted to spread the good news. Sharky, Sharky. Two words. 25k. He's like, oh, so I'm going to do a little competition with this, yeah? Uh, so whoever gets the most comments saying Brooklyn Tidal, let's say I chuck in another uh, 5k. <laughs> Johnny didn't want anyone to miss out on the news, so he sent a video to our group chat. And we are now blessed with this goal. Brooklyn title, 25k, 25 grand each for 40 second promo in a video. <laughs> he then spoke about the idea I made up for the third time. In a week, you're going to have Brooklyn title. It's a very, very good idea. Brooklyn title was the best idea. Yeah? Who, who, who hasn't thought of it before? It's got to be done. I was starting to feel like a genius. He was gone, man. He just started hyping everything up more and more. The way he said, so 25 grand each, is, is that okay with yeah, you? Johnny then rang up his girlfriend and Olivia. I'm honestly so sorry. Mama made it. This is the best, best day of my life, basically. Wait, wait, hang on, hang on. It's sick, Olivia. I'm telling you, it's so sick. I honestly feel like I brainwashed Johnny because right after the phone call, he effectively talked me through my own plan to troll him. You know you cannot trust Nico. 
yeah? So this whole time, yeah, he's told me, oh, I need to tell you something, you need to tell you something. I said, tell me over text. He's like, no, I need to FaceTime you. I was like, all right. So he FaceTime me, he said, oh, basically this, 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 25 pounds. I was like, mm, whatever. Yeah, and then when I rang him today, and I was like, what time are we meeting then? He's like, oh, I'm bringing George with his cameraman. I was like, ah, this is definitely a prank. I was generally thinking all the way up to when we got in the studios, I thought, because you've been on radio with Ian before, you got him on the prank. Oh, okay. far, yeah. <laughs> Johnny, you figured out every step of my prank and somehow you still fell for it. And then it was time to say our goodbyes. Johnny left possibly the most gassed one man could ever be. And to be honest, the prank just didn't settle right with me. We are evil people. That's too far. Yeah, I regret it. I regret it. You I regret that. I regret it. Yeah, that's evil. I really didn't know if I took it too far, so I asked my friend Sharky, who helped me plan the whole thing, to see what he thought. What are you saying, Sharky? Planned the whole thing, it's all like, it was hilarious, it was funny, but obviously we never actually, the prank hadn't actually started, so we never actually saw Johnny's face. Actually seeing Johnny's face in that awesome video in the FaceTime room made me feel like, f*** this is actually deep, deep. I honestly don't know what to say, that went perfectly, but after this I'm gonna retire from pranks. Uh, I feel like I've unleashed a side of me I never wanted to see. I feel evil. And Johnny, I'm so sorry. Because we're not even finished. It's not just a prank anymore, it's pure evil. This is actually evil. Yeah, he's gonna cry. No, he's gonna cry. We have done a terrible thing. No, he's gonna break his heart when he finds out it's not real. That is outrageous. This is I can't do this anymore, turn it off, turn it off. Um, you're literally going to buy the Mercedes like that? Yeah, right. <laughs> so the part two... Be sure to comment the NDL... Part two comes out on the 12th. I haven't seen that before. We'd seen about five minutes before we came in. I hadn't seen that before. <laughs> Pranks are horrible. That one, no. I it... did feel rotten as soon as they left. Yeah. Nico's a genius. He's a genius. You, I've tweeted it. You'll find the link. He puts that together so well. Yeah. If that, I mean, that's better than anything that's on the telly right now. I'm rubbing my collar. I've just realised I'm rubbing my collar in it because I feel guilty. <laughs> it's like, if you ever see me rubbing my collar, it's because I'm guilty. Oh, really? It means I've done something bad, I think. <laughs> that's horrendous. Um, well. Let's just take a moment to think about what we've done. The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. I'm surprised that, um, you know, we lie to the audience all the time. Uh, Nico's, Nico's going to come on next week and chat about it. Or is he? Uh, or is he? I don't know about Johnny. I don't know if Johnny's ever going to talk to us again. Uh, thank you, Nico, for letting us be a part of it. You know, being, being a part of your, your YouTube channel, you, you kids. That's had over. A, that's now had um, two thousand more views while we were watching it. I mean, so this, this, those stats are incredible. Stats is short for statistics, I should say. They're incredible. Mm-hmm. Honestly, the highest video on mine has had like two and a half thousand. What the hell am I doing wrong? Um, last twenty-five minutes of the show before Martin Kellner comes in. If you want to give us a call, you're very, very welcome to. O three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the um, telephone number. If you want to give us a call, that's the number to uh, call us on. Um, otherwise, we should just happily sit here and uh, chew the fat. Here's a here's a thing. The desire to capture extreme selfies 
Pictures taken in precarious positions led to 259 deaths between 2011 and 2017. That we know of, right? So these are the ones where it was obvious that that's what what was going on. Oh. It's thought to be more and more because it's not always... uh, And always found camera in hand. Among the most common causes of death were drowning, transport accidents and falling. But death by animals, electrocution, fire and firearms also appeared frequently in reports from around the world. Researchers advised that no selfie zones should be considered at danger spots, including cliff edges. You do see people taking selfies at the edge of a cliff. You think, jeez, man. Well, remember when there were those huge waves at the seaside? That's me, I think. The huge waves. Was it last year? At the seaside. (laughs) People were standing up at the... um, Oh, by the breaker. Yeah. There's only called them breakers. Flood barriers. I don't know. I'm not massively familiar with seaside terminology, as you might have guessed. But there were people taking pictures of themselves there, weren't there? I would do that. I would do well, one, don't do that, because you get washed out. Well, no, I wouldn't, because I'd stand firm. I'd stand firm. No, people get sucked off edge there. Of a, really? Mm. Oh, I might take a camera. No, but edge of cliff is stupid, because cause cliff collapse. Cliff do collapse. Cliff do collapse. Reaches, researchers advise that no selfie zone should be considered at dangerous spots, including cliff yeah. edges, mountaintops, tall buildings and lakes. You know what will happen? People stand next to the sign. Yeah. <laughs> In July this year, 19-year-old Gavin Zimmerman fell to his death while taking selfies on a cliff in New South Wales, Australia. Thomas Frankfurter? No. Died in California's Yosemite National Park in September after falling 250 metres while trying to take a selfie. Researchers from the US National Library of Medicine analysed news reports of deaths of extreme selfie takers. They found that selfie-related deaths are most common in India, Russia, the United States and Pakistan, and 72.5% of those reported are men. Because blokes are idiots. (laughs) Just 17 of the deaths were recorded in people aged over 40. Well, it's it's a great way of culling idiots. The new study also showed that the number of deaths have risen. There are only three reports of selfie-related deaths in 2011, but that number grew to 98 in 2016 and 93 in 2017. But the researchers suggest the actual number of selfie deaths, oh, this is what you said, could be much higher because... Sorry, I'm really sniffling, and I apologise. I'll blow my nose in a minute. Because... It could be much higher because they are never named as the cause of death. Certain road accidents while posing for selfies are reported as death due to road traffic accidents. That's the true magnitude of the problem is underestimated, the report said. Um, uh, In 2016, Gerald Flaherty at the National University of Ireland, Galway and colleagues said as well as simply being taken in dangerous places, travel may give rise to temporary disorientation owing to the effects of jet lag, hot climates and unfamiliar surroundings. No. Come on, guys. They added, in circumstances where the background objects of interest are in motion, the selfie taker may feel pressurised to photograph them in haste. Um, uh, Colleagues have reported animal injuries include bears attacking in South Lake Tahoe, California, and bison in Yellowstone National Park. Uh, Other examples of selfie deaths include a Japanese tourist who died after allegedly slipping downstairs while taking a picture at the Taj Mahal in India. I suppose the, the stairs don't need to be very high, do they? Um, Taj Mahal's really... You've been to the Taj Mahal? No, I've never been to India. It's a dump. Not Is India, it? all of India. Some of it. Taj Mahal's a dump. Do you know what's in it? No. Nothing. What? It's nothing. Isn't it a mo- Is it a mausoleum? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know. That's for dead people. Yeah, Is there well, a, there's a woman so. in there, isn't there? I don't think that it was built for a woman. Uh-huh. It was built to show that he loved her. Um, 
decorate. It's empty. It's empty. It's like, I remember once, years ago, when the Spice Girls kind of just got quite big and they did an MTV Cribs on Mel B, mm-hmm. right? And she'd bought a mansion. But she hadn't bought any furniture for it. <laughs> so it, she's walking around this mansion going, right, you know, um, right, well, this is the bedroom, this is the bed, and I'm going to have, like, a big thing over it. And it was this wonderful mansion... With nothing in with it. With nothing in it. Wow. And that's what the Taj Mahal is like. You get there, and it's... um, I'll be honest. I, I mean, I, I was only in India for a week, right? It was part of a honeymoon. Week, a week in India, then a week in the Maldives. That's when I had money. How did I afford that? What was I doing? I was, I was an absolute. I paid good money. And um, I'll be honest, I, I struggled with India. I didn't really enjoy India that that much. Uh, we went when it wasn't a particularly tourist season. It was hot, but it wasn't tourist season. And I just struggled with staying in really, really nice hotels. You know, yeah. Luxury hotels. And then we would go, don't go out, guys. We were told, don't go out. Like, don't, don't, don't tell me not to go out. So you'd go out and you'd turn two corners mm-hmm. and you'd be the, the, just the most ridiculous poverty. Yeah. Ever. I felt a bit like that when we went to Cuba. That was, again, honeymoon. Yeah. So you're staying in these lovely, you know, lavish... And my sister was working for Virgin. Um, yeah. She was a uh, cabin crew at the time, so she got a good discount. We got a really great hotel. It was beautiful. But, you know, you go out in the street and people begging, not for money, because money doesn't really do anything in Cuba. Kids begging for pens. Two, or two or corners, soap. Two corners away from a luxury hotel. Yeah. It's kind of obscene, isn't we it? We went for a walk one night. And uh, we, it got a bit, bit hairy because it was very dark and suddenly there were lots of people around us. And we ended up in this house. This, this house, it was, it was two rooms. Just someone, we just got talking to someone and they, we ended up in these two rooms and we sat there and they were offering us water and we obviously weren't going to drink the water. And um, there were two rooms and there were like, there was a mum and a dad two or three kids, a granddad, you know, and this tiny little one. And then the dad was obviously trying to, he was telling us he was like a retailer and he sold clothes and would we like to go with him now? It's like 10 o'clock at night. We would like to go with him now to his factory. Now, I'm sure he was legit, mm-hmm. but it got a bit scary. Yeah. And we were like, no, we're going to go now. No, 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 you stay here. No, we're going to go. Now, drink some tea. We're going to go now. And we, it was a bit weird. But I didn't really enjoy India. I found the um, the hard sell. That's how they make their money. I'm not knocking them for it. But I found the hard sell at every opportunity very, very intimidating. But you've got to remember that compared to them, you are loaded. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, oh, yeah. But we went we went out of season when it was getting really hot. So instead, what we, we were like on a tour... But normally there'd be like maybe 20 other people, a minibus full. And it wasn't, it was just me and my wife. And so this guy, the tour guide, was gutted because he obviously wasn't going to get the tips from 20 people. He didn't get a tip in the end because he was he got a little bit of a tip, but he was a, he was, he was a dick, he tried to rip us off. And, and I'd been to Pakistan for three months, so I kind of knew the vibe. I, knew, I know when you get taken to places, they try and sell you stuff. Mm-hmm. And so we went out on a tour to see a, uh, I don't know, a, like when we went to an observatory actually it was really cool an outdoor observatory that was like 2,000 years old and he said right okay well now we're going to take you to the um, um, like a rug factory a gem a, a gem market and um, what's the, the the kind of white the stone 
Oh. Oh, oh not Ozark, not Z- Zinc, not Zion. Alabaster. Was it Alabaster? Or Onyx. 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 And I said, I said, dude, we're not going to buy anything. We're not going to buy anything. No, 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 oh, no. Oh, no, 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 I'm not taking you to... Oh, no, just it's interesting to see how it works. I said, fine, but honestly, I'm going to be so disappointed if we get there and it's it's to sell us stuff. Oh, no, no, no. Of course, you get there and they sit you down, they give you tea, and they go, this is what we've got, these and lovely his, gems. It's his like, mate or his family member. It's his mate. Yeah. And it's his mate trying to sell you stuff because obviously he gets like a kickback. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm, and I got pissed off and, uh, and I said... I'm not doing this, man. I, I, this is this is my honeymoon. I'm not doing this. Can we go back to the hotel? No, 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 no. You sit there. And it was just, there was a lot of that, a lot of being pressured to sit and listen to stuff, knowing I wasn't going to buy anything. Yeah. And I, I, I didn't but, really like it. But is yeah. the haggling culture kind of the difference there as well? Because people oh, say, I'm not buying anything from you. And they think, yeah. yeah, this is part of the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they thought that. And my dad was the greatest haggler in the world. They'd go in at, say, I don't know, 20,000 rupees. He'd say, no, I'll give you 10. <laughs> no, 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 no. 20,000 rupees. I'll give you 10. No, 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 no. So my dad would just walk away. And invariably, he'd get it for 20. You know, for, down from 20,000 to 20. And maybe a slight exaggeration, but that's what he'd do. Yeah. So, yeah, but so me going, no, I'm not, I'm not going to buy it. Okay, that was a come on. <laughs> yeah, and it really annoyed me. And... um I got I got upset stomach after you know the last two days there because I I handled the money I didn't you kind of expect I didn't really like India I'm glad we went I thought the Taj Mahal was really disappointing it's impressive when you see it and I'm glad we went because we took a picture in exactly the same pose almost wearing exactly the same clothes I'll get the pictures that my in-laws had had a p- the picture on I think their honeymoon mm. taken and that was kind of a nice thing and we surprised them with that it's really spot pretty accurate. But I, India, I could have, I could have done without. You know, it was, it didn't do it for me. Not quite sure what we're talking about. Here. Oh, because of this, because of uh, this. In April 2014, a 17-year-old Russian girl fell to her death after taking a selfie atop a railway bridge in St. Petersburg. This is Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on air and off the leash on Talk Radio. Um, where are you? A few minutes of the show. If you want to give us a call, oh three four 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 nine nine. Did you tell me they grow kids in bottles? No, but there's this right in some of the really really poor parts of of India. Yeah, yeah. You know, because begging is a kind of way of life for some people there. Not yeah. everyone. The rich, there are some really really rich people out there, yeah. and the, the yeah, difference yeah. between rich and poor is enormous, right? Mm. But there are some families who kind of constrict the way their children grow because they know that they'll earn more so in bottles. they'll elicit more you said in bottles well, and now you're saying not in bottles you said in bottles off ex- air it's like an extreme example but yeah I've, I've heard of that happening no uh-huh. no yeah well, how do, okay how do they poo and wee <laughs> oh my god because the bottle will be full of All poo right, and wee well, maybe not exactly right, a bottle so, but they strap them up right so you lied to me and well, I believed it well I mean, you've been hanging out with Nico too much more for you more for you more for yeah more for me uh, more, more for Muffle. 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 Muffle me. Muffle. Mouthful. Mouthful. Have you got any stories? Yeah. Earn your keep. Oh! Surprising things people you eat without realising. We always like these, don't we? It's that time of night, guys. Go on, ladies. And indeed, some of the fellas. 
Do you know what you've eaten so far today? Asks the mirror, muses the mirror indeed online. Perhaps you popped out at lunchtime and grabbed a wrap and grabbed a wrap from the total uh, air. Yay! I'm gonna take another run up. There we that. go. Come on, Catherine, you can do it. You can do it. You can do it. Do you know what you've eaten so far today? Yes. Question mark. Yes, I do. Perhaps you popped out at lunchtime and grabbed a wrap from the local shop. Yay. No, nope, I didn't. I like a nice wrap. Or maybe this evening you'll have a quick ready meal from the supermarket's low-fat range. OK, enough of the preamble, Mirror. Get to it. Get to the meat and Here both. are the nine foul food additions you didn't realise you were eating. Fecal matter. One, beaver anal gland secretions. Ooh, yes. Sounds delicious. You read that correctly, but your mouth is watering. Where did you get that from? Castoreum is a tasty additive made from the secretions of glands near the anus of beavers. Are they in the anus or are they near? How close to the anus are they before I make my judgment on them? They use it to mark their territory and attract a mate. We use it as a sweet vanilla, strawberry and raspberry flavouring in drinks and sweets. Why don't yum, they yum, use, yum, yum, yum. Why don't they use, I don't know, vanilla and raspberry flavours? I never believe Actual this. vanilla and raspberries. Yeah, they can make this stuff in, like, test tubes these days. I don't believe they're going out and, like, like the babies. bothering beavers. Are you laughing at your own bo- bo- bothering, bothering no, beavers? No, I heard what you said as okay, well. Fine. I was having a dig at you, and now you're making a joke about beavers. I don't actually, I don't actually um, use the word beaver to mean a vagina, so whenever someone says, oh, I don't, want to, I don't want to chow down on a nice, big, hairy beaver, doesn't actually mean anything to me. No, so, I meant actual beavers. Oh, it's not really a good way to mass-produce um, a flavouring, is it, to go and like have to puggle a beaver's bum? <laughs> beavers, to me, does not mean lady parts. I didn't mean that. I meant actual beavers. I saw, you know, you're saying it again, trying to be funny and trying to be clever, and it doesn't work for me. <laughs> it's Martin. It's Martin Kellner. I know. He's don't worry. Go on. What, what else are we eating? Evening, Martin. All right. Here we go. Here's another one. Then. Yeah. Hair. L-cysteine is an amino acid, and the building blocks of your hair. The building blocks. The building blocks. The building blocks. The building blocks. But it's also used to extend the shelf life of many bread-based products, including bread. Bread. Your Friday night pizza. <laughs> oh, so you're yeah, saying this pizza. Okay, yes, yes. The real stomach churner is often obtained from hog hair and duck feathers, but watch out next time you holiday in the US. There, it's often made from human hair. Luckily for us, the practice was banned by the EU. Thanks a lot, Brexit, says yeah, the mirror. Oh, man alive. We're going to get some great food once Brexit happens. Oh, it's brilliant. Hog hair, I love it. I can't wait. It's my favourite oh, hog yeah. hair. How about a little bit of antifreeze? Oh. Used to stop oh, fat wine, clumping yeah. together in your trusty ready-made cake mix, propylene glycol has another handy use. It's the key ingredient of antifreeze. Blimey. And don't be tempted to let your pet dog lick the bowl. It can be fatally toxic to some animals. Well, also, who lets their pet dog lick their bowls? <laughs> Look at their bowls, you say. Yes, who would do that? Discuss. Give us one more. Yeah. Oh, everyone knows about the beetle one. I'm not doing that. No. Be- right. Beetle, what do they call it? Co- Cochinella. Co- Cochineal. Cochineal. Wood. Cellulose, which we often see referred to as dietary fibre, can be obtained from wood pulp and cotton. Helps manufacturers to pad out foods is like wrong packaged bread. With what's wrong with making food with I don't know ingredients and flavour, <laughs> yeah, proper ingredients. Good old fashioned frazzles. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Frazzles and um, cup of soup. So frazzles, frazzles dipped in um, sour cream and chive dip. Yeah, it Lovely. works. Works. Yeah. Shouldn't work. Ah, uh, I don't think you can beat a wheat crunchy. No. I tell you what. Or so. Tesco value um, minestrone cup of soup. Um, do you remember the fish and chips crisps? <laughs> yes, I do. After swimming, you, you can still get them fish and chips. Can you? Yeah, they're oh. like the sort of little maize based. Oh, do you know what? We yeah. had um, boxes of them here, but it was we fish did. and chips with like Indian flavour, curry flavour. There were all sorts of flavours. Yeah, uh, it was it what? Oh, nice. I think marmite flavour. 
Something like that. Something. That oh, no, it? Worcester sauce. That was it, Worcester sauce. Martin Kellner's here. Hello. Put that cup yes. down. You know, you, so you, you're sorry. not going to step on that now. I'm sorry, my apologies. <laughs> Tell us what's happening on your show tonight, please. Well, it's star time on the show tonight. We've got uh, not only not only Mike Reed, former Radio 1 breakfast show. Gave me my DJ. first ever pork pie. Did he really? That's a true story. About about five years ago, gave me my first ever pork pie, yeah. Well, there you are. Yeah. We'll be talking about that, major feature about Please the do, pork yes. pie that he gave you. So, I uh, know he's into the blue plaques, you know, the blue plaques. He thinks are there in, are too many. Too many, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, we'll uh, talk to him about that. Yeah. We've also got Alan Parsons on. Oh, um, Alan Parsons' of, project. Of the Alan Parsons' wow. project, of course, which was referenced in um, in one of those Austin Powers movies. Yeah, Remember, yeah, of course, Austin yeah. Austin Powers yeah. did that. Uh, but he's talking about the fact that he engineered um, the... Uh, well, he didn't engineer. He was sort of second banana on uh, Abbey Road. The guy who was the engineer on Abbey Road, Jeff, Jeff Emmerich, Emmerich, who died, who died this yeah, week. Very so sad. We're talking, yeah, and Alan Parsons was his... You know, he was Alan Parsons' mentor. Did Alan Parsons ever finish that project? Did he complete it? Are the results in from still that project? Still going on, the Alan still Parsons going, project, it? yes. Uh, we're for the results any day he's now. He's got to hand that in. Surely it's mm. got to be done by now. You'd have thought so. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's making um, all sorts of excuses. It was sad about Jeff Emmerich. And, and you're kind of one of those names that actually not many people know unless no. they're really clued up on um, on Beatles. And also he went on to yeah. produce loads of stuff as well. Mm. Um, I, I, he, he kind of famously left during the White Album because he just couldn't handle That's right. them arguing anymore. That's true. And uh, Yoko Ono took one of George Harrison's biscuits. And he was, uh, you know, George Harrison went absolutely bananas. She would and, do, yeah. yeah and that's what would. split the Beatles. It was, it was uh, Bourbons. <laughs> it was a digestive, actually. Oh, was it? Yeah, it um, was. There's, a, there's a lovely, uh, there's a, I think it's a seven-disc uh, white yeah, album come out, box it? set. It's coming out yeah. in November. I'm, I've, I've ordered it. I've ordered that. I'm going to dive into How is that? A couple of hundred quid? I think no, it is. No, it's about 110, 115. Oh, it? oh. It's not, it's, it's, it's actually, it's quite reasonable. It's viable. Yeah, it's on it the right side. It wouldn't break up a marriage, would No, because some yeah. of those Dylan box sets, they can be like two, three hundred yeah, quid. Yeah. There's about 120 quid. It's all right. It's yeah. all right. It's vinyl, CD, a bit CD. of both. CD, CD. I yeah. think you can get a vinyl expanded edition, but this is, this is CD. Right. I don't want yeah. new vinyl. I yeah. want, I'll have old vinyl and, and yeah, new CDs. Yeah. 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 Anything else? Yes, um, lots of stuff. We're doing the... None of it your business. Because I'm keeping quiet about it. There's a lot of very, very good stuff. Uh, <laughs> but that's the stuff that, you know, I want to keep it exclusive to the, uh, to the Australian audience. All right, fair enough. Yeah. We are, are prime time in parts of Australia. Uh, Martin Kellner will be on at one o'clock tonight, and he'll be on at one o'clock tomorrow. Mm, uh, Sam, thank you very much for your help this week. Thank you. Um, I'm so sorry, I've forgotten your name. Uh, your boss. <laughs> Cheeky bear. Um, we will be back on Monday night at uh, 10 o'clock. Don't 10 forget, yeah. thank you very much. I, I had such difficulty remembering these things. You didn't like Black Klansman? No, I, I didn't say I didn't like it. Kat I thought, said I you thought hated it, was, it. No, no, I didn't. I didn't, said you no. were disappointed. I was disappointed. I thought it was fun, but I thought it was deeply flawed. But it was fun, and I enjoyed the fact that it... Yeah. I enjoyed the look of it, that yeah. it looked like those black exploitation films that yeah, yeah. I'm the only one in this studio old enough to have actually seen when they came out. You know, the when they came movies, out, yes, yeah, so I've seen them since. Since, yeah. I might get the book that... Um, it's, it's written by the book written by the cop, yeah. I saw. Anyway, yes, it it OK, well, we're done. I've, you know, it's, it's, it's fine. We can disagree on movies and still get on. That's what makes Britain great. That's what makes the We're back on Monday. Martin's up next, ta-ta.